Simpsons Index, an online spreadsheet that is also a podcast. This is the podcast. Coming to you out of the K Tomb, this is the Simpsons Index, episode 142. And this is our 420 special. Woo! That oh, number yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Far out, man. <laughs> I am your host, Elliot J. O'Neill, and joining me tonight is Danny Rosewell. Dan's not here, man. Oh, you gave it to him. <laughs> Claire Double R. Hi, Elliot. And Jordan Frost. Hey! It's <laughs> <laughs> coming in like a Kramer-esque type character. <laughs> you really yes. are the cook. Sliding. Get a door open sound effect ins- inserted there. <laughs> and then, and just then like the audience. Like, for 10 yeah. minutes. <laughs> Uh, but no, this is not a sitcom. We are The Simpsons Index, the podcast which watches and reviews three episodes of The Simpsons at a time, but there's a twist. Each episode must come from a different decade. Now, it's our 420, is that how you say it? 420, whatever, special tonight, where we will have reviewed 420 episodes of The Simpsons at this point. Woo! Woohoo! Wow. That's a lot of wow. episodes, Elliot. Wow. Yep. Yeah. And I, keep, and I keep missing the milestones of like... <laughs> You know, 200 and 300 episode review, but I was not going to miss this number. Not the (laughs) most important number in the world. It's true. (laughs) Apart from 42,069. Oh my goodness. That is a thing of beauty. (laughs) (laughs) I'm trying to think of how to work this. Four. 20 is the happiest number. <laughs> you know you know what I'm doing, guys. Somebody, somebody. Much better than 69. It's the hungriest <laughs> number. Uh, yeah, mm. so we're doing episodes that all revolve around the sacred number. So first <laughs> off tonight, we watched season 22, episode 16, A Midsummer's Nice Dream. That's hard to say. Oh. First released, yeah. Yeah, now it's all making sense. Yeah. First released in March of 2011, it was directed by Stephen Dean Moore, written by Dan Castellaneta and Dad Blacusta. Oh, that happy couple. Mm-hmm. For those that don't know, the voice of Homer and his wife. In this episode, Homer sees a Cheech and Chong show, but Chong quits, and now Homer's the new Chong, and Skinner's the new Cheech. And also in the B story, <laughs> a crazy cat lady's a hoarder, and then Marge is a hoarder, and then the crazy cat lady's a hoarder. Guys, what do you think? Oh man, like what? <laughs> like, whoa, man. All right, Come you're going to need to stop doing that because right, this right, is going right, to run right. overtime. <laughs> Wasn't funny in the 70s, isn't uh. funny now. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, this is episode just, I was saying as a joke before, but I think it did dilate the time mm. space <laughs> continuum mm. a little mm-hmm. because the first act took for fucking ever. And I'm like two thirds of the way down my page, and I'm like, wait. Act two is just starting. What I happened? Know. Dude, it was like three hours long if it was a day. <laughs> yeah. I, I didn't hate it, actually. Like, I didn't hate a lot of it. I had a lot of fun. Some of the jokes made us laugh out loud. Individually, I might add, never more than one at a time. <laughs> <laughs> That's an important metric there. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you were saying? No, but I mean, for the standards that I've come to expect for mm. HD, this was actually mm. quite enjoyable. And I think the celebrity guests did a good job. Yeah, I thought they incorporated them into the story well. Yeah. yeah. I felt like, all right, so 
it started off and I was really just like enjoying the episode. I was like, damn, they got mm. Dan Harmon back on board or whatever the metaphor is. <laughs> Suddenly they can write again. Sure. And then Cheech Marin come in and it feels like it's one of many cutaway gags, like Family Guy or something. They're doing a cutaway gag. But then it just keeps going in the gag and it keeps going and doubling down and doubling down. And no, 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 Cheech and Chong are actually still in the episode. <laughs> it just kind of spiraled out, out from there. But it started out really captivating. Yeah, I think the first act was quite tight. And it was once they paired off, essentially, yeah. that it kind of got a little bit lost. But I think that was also to do with the fact that the B story didn't really kick in until quite late in the episode. Oh, man, so late. And so it made the yeah. end of it very messy. There was too much going on. Yeah. No, the absolutely. pacing flopped. They didn't balance the two sides yeah, at no, all. Yeah, definitely not. Well, because especially at that point, now you're following three different story trails. Cheech and Homer, Skinner yeah, and Chong, yeah. and then Marge and the crazy cat lady. Like, to be honest, I was thinking about this before, because, you know, I don't mind the plot line of Marge becoming a hoarder. It, I, that would work with me, but it was too rushed this time. Yeah. And they could have taken that out and actually done a little bit more with the Teach and Chong yeah. side of things. Yeah, totally. Because, yeah, there was only, like, one little bit, really, wasn't there? Yeah, yeah. No, very little explanation, very I, little, like, fun out of it. I wasn't sure whether they were laughing with him or at him, even by the end. Like, mm. it started out, he walks on stage and he's not funny, and they laugh at how shitty he is. But, like, then he's not being anti-funny anymore. I thought they were kind of going to build to he's not absurdist because he's, he's starting to enjoy comedy and he's cracking jokes. And I think they should have leaned into the absurdist comedy. I know, but, like, right? Absolutely. You know, Chong wanted to be, like, more avant-garde and yeah. experimental. Totally. And they I did, like, half a second yeah. of it when they walked out. And I think the whole selection of him picking Skinner, that dragged on way too long. I think mm. they should have... Yeah. I don't know. Maybe if we can start rewriting the episode already. Um, <laughs> well, yeah, I just realized I don't have my question air here and I'm most likely to forget it in this moment. Uh, but you know what? We'll press on and see how I go without it's it. It's probably going to be on your Twitter page or something. Oh, my God, I do. Oh, there it is. Yeah. Yeah. There a photo yeah. of the photo frame. Yeah. Oh. Just need to get that framed. Yes. <laughs> Take a photo of it. So we'll start with you, Jordan. For better or worse, what stands out to you from this episode? This is going to be difficult because... As you'll find out throughout the thing, there are a lot of notes that I started and didn't finish. <laughs> so I have no idea what I'm talking about. Use your brain, Jordan. Think, McFly. Brain's not here, man. Okay. <laughs> the bit, I felt like it went really long, but maybe it was only five to ten seconds, was the butt-sniffing joke. Oh, um, with, oh yeah, that was like, really oh, bad. This isn't, this isn't like a record. This is live theater. You gotta like really inhale, man. And he's like wiggling his butt. You know, I can like, hear nose. it, but I don't feel it. Yeah, <laughs> it was just, I felt like it just kept going and escalating. And becoming this more is, and more uncomfortable what with is, it. Yeah. What is this? Yeah. What is his kink? I'm not <laughs> shaming him. I just, I'm like, what is but it that about? Was the is joke, it the right? wearing the dog masks and pretending to be dogs? Is it... The butt sniffing itself, man, there's just a lot of questions. Yeah, well, I don't actually know if this is a Cheech and Chong bit because, like, <laughs> I have seen a couple of the movies, but much like your notes, I just generally didn't finish them. Like, yeah. <laughs> I feel like it's one joke for the entirety of the movie, right? Yeah, like they're they, high. they have weed. Yeah, <laughs> but Dave isn't there. <laughs> yeah, it's sort of like the Blues Brothers if they didn't have the mission in the Blues Brothers. Mm. Yeah. They're just fucking around. Yeah, I could see that. 
Claire, what stands out to you from this episode for better or worse? Okay, even though I just shat all over the B story and said it was unnecessary, the joke that I really liked was after Marge has gone crazy and she's got all the hoarding stuff and of course Homer has come to like confront her and help her out. He makes a joke, hey Marge, honey, you know how like low, low prices are sometimes <laughs> insane? Well, people can be too. And I like that. That was a good line. It was yeah. a good little line. It was funny. It was the one good thing that came out of this story, but oh my God, it was so unnecessary. I know. I think it was that we kind of just watched the same scene play out three times. Yes. Mm. I think that as a plotline, Marge, you know, trying to help out her neighbor and inadvertently becoming a hoarder herself. That's a good A line. Like that's a good A storyline. They should have given that its own episode and then had a bit of more build up of, while she's throwing things away, going, oh, well, maybe she should keep this. Or, yeah, that scene in the back of the truck where she's way just way too like, rushed. Yeah. And yeah. unnecessary. It wasn't something that she would want to keep yeah. anyway. Like, it wasn't a Marge thing character. to keep. Yeah, she didn't really justify any of the things, whereas I figure Marge would. Like, oh, Lisa could use these pizza toppers for her dollhouse or some yeah. shit. Oh, this pen. Oh, that'll be a fun gift for my Hawaiian friend, whatever it was. <laughs> I don't know. Was it Honolulu Airlines? What they could have done Doesn't wait, matter. Wait, wait, no, it was like the Hilton no, in let's rewrite Oh yeah. yeah. What they could have done was split it out over like four or five different trips. Like crazy lady and her circle of crazy cat ladies, you know? So there's like they do five houses and she slowly finds more and more things that she likes. Oh, yeah. oh I've got a good solution. So <laughs> Instead of like hiring someone to take the rubbish away, Marge says, Oh, I'll take it down to the dump. And like, for whatever reason. And she has it in her hand and she's looking at the pit and it's like, hand, pit, hand, pit. Yeah. And it starts off in like the Simpsons garage. You know, it's like, it's okay, kids. I'm actually going to sort some of this because I think we really should recycle it instead of just throwing it all away. Yeah. And then it builds up to be this like mix with, you know, Lisa's Mm. being environmental saying, Mom, we can't just throw all this in the tip. It has to be reused and stuff. So like, it's all organic and it makes sense that she starts keeping way too much oh and she can start using the word upcycling a word that infuriates me way more than it should it's just recycling people there is no difference between up and re oh no it's um you put a bit of paint on it or some kmart um contact paper and that's like and three words doesn't really matter what they say Mm. but they're gonna be in running writing oh yeah and chong (laughs) good words how about you danny what stands out to you from this episode for better or worse Oh, dude, the whole episode is one, like, standout of bits. It's just, like, bits. These bit of things happen. So many things I want to talk about straight away. The one that really stuck out to me... Uh, stuck, stuck, the one that really... <laughs> I've forgotten what the right way to say it is now. Stuckin. That's it. Stained. Really stained my brain. Like, stained without an E. rock band. <laughs> <laughs> was where Cheech had a good show with Homer. And so Cheech is like, hey, Homer... You really deserve a reward if you know what I mean. <laughs> and Homer's like, oh, you're, you're going to reward me yourself, are you? And she's just like, yeah, baby. Then it cuts to this sort of like scene of Homer going into these throes of ecstasy and, and mm. psychedelia. It's very Cheech and Chong movie. Like, it is very Cheech and Chong movie. Well, I say it looked like Fritz the Cat. Yeah, yeah, very caricature seventies, seventies yeah. cartoony as well. I have but, to say, the um, animation in that scene was really good. It was gorgeous. Mm. It was gorgeous. That's why it stood out to me. Absolutely. But the whole time it was happening, I was going like, it's so long. If this cuts to the joke being they don't want to do any drugs after all, <laughs> they've just wasted like 30, 40, 50, 60 seconds of, of time. Mm. It was a long gag. And yeah. then they cut to it being like, nope, Cheech isn't a stoner at all. He's just talking about normal things. 
Yeah, and then later in the episode, like both him and Chong say they were very high, and I thought that was at odds with that. Anyway, getting into the nitpicking. I thought no, I, I think I'm with you, Elliot. Yeah, because they I, were both like eschewing marijuana. Seemingly, they were like, yeah, no, 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 yeah. it's just like you it's know, just it's a movie. Just, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 You don't, I was never you don't actually, actually a stoner. Get, mm. I just think that they could have played that with a little bit more middle ground. Say, Homer, we're working right now. Yeah, like, yeah. you know, yeah. we can have fun later. Like, What's it up to you for better or worse? Oh, my God. I, I just wanted to say, yeah, about that scene with, yeah, the song Basketball Jones. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah. The other thing I noticed is, like, I think they actually cut down on, like, the animation jokes because there's jokes in the song. So I think they were, like, consciously trying to make way for it, which, like, as gorgeous as the scene looked, I felt like it was just a little bit flat because of that. Mm. And because, yeah, the, yeah, yeah, it's a ballad as well, so the jokes are coming in pretty slow. Okay. But, yeah, such awesome gags as... Um, I kept that basketball under my pillow. It's probably why I can't sleep at night. <laughs> Who was that? Cheech. That was Cheech. Shit. Yeah. I don't know. It had the like basketball was like a basketball to me. Oh, can I quickly have another stood out to, for better or worse? Well, I, I bet you've got a good one. Actually, you go first. No, it's okay. You can have mine. <laughs> Greedy guts. <laughs> you know the part where Kent Brockman suddenly leans down and is making out with a hot Kent Brockman and then Kent Brockman <laughs> drives oh, by yeah. and, and he wakes up and he, he's got the head of Kent Brockman <laughs> in his the bed. head of Kent Brockman in his <laughs> That is Kent's attainment. <laughs> I, oh, yeah, man. I like that too. Yeah, I don't really know if it stood out for better or for worse, but I loved it. Good way to roll into the episode. Yeah, that's what I'll give this episode as well. It was in quick. Like, it was just little news gag there and then straight into Cheech and Chong, mm. which set us up for the rest of the episode. Play count. How many times before today have you seen this episode? Where am I pointing? There. Uh, none. Thanks, Kent. None. I have not seen this episode before. Yeah, I've seen this a bunch of times. It's in season 22. I say all the time. 22 Dude. is probably one of my well, favorites of the HD. Hang era. on, you got to speak my language. What year was season 22? What 2011. year is it? Yeah, this was released oh, in 2011. So it was this century and this decade and stuff. Yeah. Is 22 the one with Nedna? Yes. Okay. 22 is with a lot of good ones. It even had Lona Lisa, where Lisa helped microfinance. Oh, the Nelson. microfinance. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. That wasn't bad either. And some of you gave a participant. I didn't though. love it. What do you want from me? Why My honest that? opinion? Why then won't you'll you have love it? it. <laughs> we don't want your honest opinion. We want you to shill out for praise. Wackiness. Was this a particularly <laughs> wacky episode of The Simpsons? Surprisingly, no. Yeah, right? <laughs> Not really. There like, wasn't even any overt weed usage, really, considering like the way they went with the Cheech and Chong characters. Yeah. The main know? wackiness came from Bart's wrap-up at the end, the Midsummer mm. Night's Dream Oof, yeah. Like, puck. There wasn't a thing at the start, right? No. That wasn't a wraparound. That was just boom out of nowhere. Yeah. Yeah, okay. I didn't like that. I just didn't like that it make didn't sure set it up. But we all no saw lines the same in the episode, episode otherwise. Okay. That's, <laughs> wow. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Like, oh, this is wow. to make up for the fact that I don't think I've actually seen Bart in this episode. Look, I mean, it came out of nowhere. And I don't think it was completely necessary. But I actually didn't mind Bart's little poem at the end. Yeah, it, was, it, wasn't, it wasn't bad. It was a good little wrap-up. But I just feel like if they were going to do a Midsummer Night's Dream parody of sorts, they should have played it throughout the whole episode rather yes, than yeah. just shoved it in yeah. at the end. Is that the only reason the episode is called that? I bet it is. I yeah. bet it is. <laughs> but it was a good little rhyme and then, yeah, that had ended up just being a little sly advertisement for Hulu. <laughs> like, yeah. Any other wacky moments? Wacky moments. Oh, yes. Celery phone. Hello. Oh. Hello. <laughs> Mother, how did you get this number? It's, it's a, a prop, prop phone. phone. <laughs> I fucking hated that joke, but oh, god damn, I liked everything up until then. I loved Skinner absurdist satirical humor. He, he's got like a Sean McAuliffe <laughs> yeah. sort of energy about yeah, him. Yeah, definitely. Like just like <laughs> the deadpanness of Stephen Wright. 
Yeah. Yeah. And the, the, the wacky absurdism of Sean McAuliffe. <laughs> I just wish that, like, I wish that Chong had assumed that his humor was absurdist and genuinely thought it was funny. Yeah. Like, yeah. I don't think it really quite worked that Chong, uh, was Chong thought shit. he was really shit and well, then thought that would be pushing the envelope because that doesn't really make sense. That doesn't play out. I think it should have been like everybody else doesn't think he's funny. It's more selfish, isn't it? It'd be cool if Chong believed in him. Yeah, exactly. Done a bit more with the partnership there. Mm. I don't know how you could do that though, like believably. Like what is Chong getting out of it that he's like, yeah, unless he thinks like he's this just like amazing. Well, it could have been more casual instead of doing auditions, for example, which would have cut out a lot of the filler around... Mm. Yeah. selecting a partner could be walking along and watching like Skinner try to paint over graffiti at the school and doing almost like a absurdist slapstick humor type thing I don't know yeah, I'm not yeah, a writer jeez yeah jeez no, yeah because <laughs> hey, yeah, that's going to be one of my complaints about this episode oh. I really wanted so much more teach and chong yeah, definitely. Because mm. the little glimpse that we got of like Skinner like busting out of the egg with the marijuana thing, and the... I gotta say they were the more interesting couple. Yeah, like mm. totally. I know Cheech and Chunk is a joke about how Cheech isn't very funny. He's a down to earth, boring guy. Yeah, sure, that's cool. But it's still a bit about how he's not a wacky, funny comedian. He's just a down to earth, hard worker. He's like, yeah, and he's not looking to push the boundaries is, like Chong. Exactly, he is constantly saying like, hey, like the people paid their hard earned money to yeah. come to this show yeah. to yeah. hear you say oh, Dave's I not here, it. man. I love so to fucking say the line. Yeah, you little. Bitch. And it's the classic, yeah, the guy wanting to go out on tours and just play the hits. I want to be an artist, man. And he's like backflipping around the arena. And yeah, then goes to playing, yeah, small little art house shows as well. Like, I think, yeah, it would have been so much better if they just followed that a bit harder. Mm. I think because you didn't see a lot of Teach and Chong. Yeah, say it five times fast. (laughs) Because you did not see a lot of Teach and Chong, you don't really understand why... Chong comes back to Cheech yeah. or why Homer tries to push them back together I think it should have been like yeah. each of them maybe should have failed in their own way like you know maybe Cheech found out that people were like I've been following your tour around this whole time but you've just been doing the same jokes like yeah. every night obviously like Cheech and Chong is a bit too out there yeah. and yeah. people are like coming up after the show it's like oh it was really good to see a new act but can you sign this old like Cheech and Chong like merchandise or something like put a little bit of heart into it because yeah. this is a, like a team that's been around for a long time that's so, such a better episode I know I know and, like in an episode when they have the guest stars for a lot of lines yeah. this mm-hmm. wasn't your yeah. classic what are you doing in Springfield X uh, Exington well I'm from Springfield <laughs> yeah that was the other twist yeah <laughs> So how about the heart of this episode? Did you guys feel the bumps? No. No. No? No. <laughs> I actually can't think of any genuine heartfelt moment. Because like I said, they completely undermined and underplayed the reunion. Yeah. Which would have been like the main heart scene. And there was really nothing much left. And, uh, well, what's the other times where it could have been? Um, Crazy Cat Lady and yeah, March. They no. were, I think they were trying to tell that as a heart story. Well, Homer coming back to, you know, save her from her insanity, like that could have been a heart moment as well, but it it wasn't played that way. It was more like, well, now she's caught the crazy, so let's just leave her in the house and deal with it later. The other thing I didn't like about that is they were clearly going for like a Homer's getting the call while he's at work and then he's just there the next scene after having to reject the call, which, uh, I mean... How did he know what was happening? Yeah. Yeah. Well, the heart moment was like the crazy cat lady getting her mind back together and then like coming in to save Marge being like, I've noticed you're ruining your life and I've come in to save you. 
you know, that's one of those moments that if that was, was Forrest Gump or okay. something, if it, yeah, if that was a, a yeah. movie. I have the pen of speaking. I, <sighs> I, I've thought about that. You've given me a good idea. Maybe it could have been Crazy Cat Lady comes back as like, Marge, you're not, you've got a family. You've got like your kids and your, your husband is worried about you, but I actually enjoyed this life with my cats. Like I miss my cats or something. I don't know. <laughs> she stole all my shit. <laughs> yeah, my shit. A, also, you've taken all my stuff. <laughs> Thief. And that's sort of the problem is that there was room to do all that stuff, but yeah. they sort of, yeah. they made the story just function so quickly mm. so they could have Crazy Cat Lady and Marge just list things. Yeah. Just, ooh, this thing. Ooh, that thing. Ooh, yeah. like... For so fucking long. Yeah. <laughs> and and I it needs to be its own episode. I hate to be that guy, but Crazy Cat Lady is a pretty offensive sort of... I don't know, man. They step on a couple of toes there, you know? Yeah. I wasn't entirely comfortable with the portrayal. Yeah. No. Poor, it, poor Crazy Cat Lady. It's one of these characters like Cletus or Gil that the longer yeah. it goes on, yeah. like the more and mean-spirited... The more depth and depth you mm. dive into it, where you're like, yeah, she used to be smart. She used to be attractive. She says she used to be attractive. I used to be attractive. Yeah. and Well, didn't they have a whole episode where you actually yeah, see her... Yeah, she was like the j- justice of the mm. peace Supreme Court. Wasn't it like court. sprinkled up or something like that? Yeah. yeah. Another episode we reviewed. I yeah. didn't do that one. Didn't you? Nah. Oh. I just remember listening to it. Oh, that's <laughs> right. Alone. Hey, man. Fan club. Nah, Fan <laughs> But yeah, I think you're right. The, those characters need to stay as like one-time gags or short gags because yeah. then the lo- yeah. the more you delve into it, the more empathy you feel for these characters. That's it. You have to go either two ways. Either you drop them because they are insensitive or you keep them very minimal and you don't try to like humanize them and only Again. to take it away within the same episode. Yeah, that's Three, it. Three episodes max. That's your D character limit. <laughs> but ultimately, did this feel like an episode of The Simpsons? No, nah, man. <laughs> like Pulp Fiction, it felt like five episodes crammed into one. It was like whoosh, whoosh, whoosh. Like. <laughs> okay, Owen Wilson, calm down. <laughs> I was going to say monkey. No, no, that's. <laughs> yeah, okay. That was, it was just slowed down. Lying Nimbus! <laughs> but no, I agree. This is pretty much an episode of Cheech and Chong that happened to star The Simpsons. Oh, yeah, that is true. Like, I feel like maybe they get more lines than some of the other characters. Definitely. <laughs> Ooh, I've got another stood out to you for better or worse. Well, what stood out to you for better or worse? You know what I liked and then didn't like? Yes. No. Yes. Sorry. <laughs> said the wrong word. Chocolate. <laughs> you know the scene where Homer invites his kids up to the attic to check out all his old stoner merchandise and shit? There's that sort of retro Spielberg feel for just 10 seconds. No, it wasn't great, but then he leans back and he's smoking a dube and they're like, but we don't have any weed. And he looks over and it yeah. says asbestos. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I didn't see what it said. All I saw was the, oh, they're going to do a, well, then what did I do? Yeah. Well, what did I smoke? Asbestos. And I mean, it's a shit joke. It's like, yeah, well, what did I smoke? I just leaned out and pulled a chunk out of the wall. Yeah. Hey, uh, but I mean, yeah, there were a lot of these taking the second bite jokes, which really sort of ruined them for me. Like, like even the one where oh, man. Lisa and Marge were like, oh, it'll be like a reality show without the cameras. And Lisa's like, so reality. reality. <laughs> yeah. And then it was Mo filming them and he makes a creepy joke. Yeah. yeah. Again, that's uh, that's going to be my other jo- another John Zander corner. Another John like, corner. Where the fuck do all those cameras come from? Where what is he filming on? What the hell? The bar is not doing that well that he can afford this setup. No, exactly. <laughs> can I just get you my other two really quickly? Sorry. Um an animal magic exists now because there's the bit where she does the uh, Johnny Weissmuller like Tarzan roar. She does. And then all the cats come out of hiding. The alleations. 
Yes. I did not like the Tarzan bit. I'm sorry. Yeah, that was... Don't apologize. I, mean, I hated it too. It, it exists, but there you go. And well, um, that's not what the Clamphy Theatre looked like from the outside. Ooh. They show inside and there's like two tiers and everything. Yeah, it's like a proper indoor venue. Maybe they closed the top of the clam. Yeah, but then Ooh. there wasn't enough chair. There wasn't enough chair. There wasn't yeah, a the- second tier. Mm, continuity issues. Uh, wow. A stadium built just based on a play of And they words. made such a point of pointing it out. It was cute. Oh, an $8 million but... boondoggle, yeah. But yeah, so no, would you watch this one again? Ooh. Maybe. You know what? I'm Honestly, I'd watch this again, you know, roll up a big fat doobie of asbestos. You sound like I'm such a not stoner. Right? <laughs> I know, right? yes, my doob. Yes, I'd smoke it. I'd smoke it good. <laughs> I would use my cigarette lighter to enjoy this fine <laughs> substance. Uh, it's just such a weird thing to brag about. It's a very, you know, thin line to walk before you cheech and chong, you know. Because the people that do brag about it are the people that you don't want to fucking hang out with. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> What's your fucking line about 420 day itself? Oh, it wasn't mine, but I saw it on Twitter or something. It was like 420 is the day where people who smoke every day smoke. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Wonderful. Danny, what would you like to change? Fuck. <laughs> I want like both more and less of Everything. <laughs> well done. Some shit. Ne- more blankets and less, <laughs> and blankets. less blankets. I'm afraid you're right. You know what I mean, though, right? Of like, course. like, like. Yeah, I know. There's not enough Tommy and Chommy story. There's not <laughs> enough Cheech and the Beach story. And there's definitely not enough Marge and something that rhymes with Marge story. Charge. <laughs> Marge large in charge. Marge in charge of our days, of our nights. Yeah, like this was really cram-packed up to the gills, but I don't think this should have been one episode. I reckon this should have been a trilogy of episodes, <laughs> man. Lord of the Rings style. No, I, what I mean is like each one of these would have made a great episode. Oh, okay. absolutely. I thought you meant like the Go parody one. Oh, yeah, like Trilogy of Error. Trilogy of Error, that's the uh, one. But you meant like wow. three individual stories yeah. that all... Yeah. Yeah. Cool How about you, Claire? What would you like to change? Well, I think I've basically gone over it over the course of this entire podcast. Very well. Very thoroughly. But look, take notes. Take out the B storyline, focus on Cheech and Chong, and add some more Cheech and Chong oh, into you know the, what? the I gaps. Wish I'd said the opposite of that. Opposite of what? I think I'm starting to like the Marjorie story more now. No, but I'm saying give it its own episode. Yeah. Mm, like, yeah. give it its own episode, do a proper plot line, put some other B story so Bart has a few lines. And, so, but take it out of this episode. Mm, take mm, it out of this absolutely. episode. Absolutely. And Jordan? I don't have anything good. So I was just going to say, I would like Teach and Chunk to team up at the end. Yes. And then do their own revival show. And then get booed off the stage and then driven out into the desert with pitchforks. (laughs) Into exile for all their lives. This guy. You said you didn't have anything. (laughs) No, no, but like, so I made up something stupid because, yeah, I just wanted to see what that would be like. Teach and Chunk having their own show at the end is perfect circle symmetry. That's how it should have ended. Yeah, yeah, that's funny. Mm. But Chunk is an acceptable replacement. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) That was a good sign gag, yeah. Yeah, because that's all I had. Yeah, remove Marge's story where uh, what they had in that episode was Mm. just them Mm. listing things. It wasn't interesting or funny to watch. Like, whereas, yeah, we've been dissecting it. It could have been so much more. Mm. So, yeah, piss that off. And, yeah, more teach. This was a version of Skinner that I really liked. Like, and it's a sin that it was done with uh, not enough Skinner. Like, does he do it aware that he's not funny? 
funny? Is he trying to be funny or is he, try- is he not is trying he, to be funny? Is he writing a one-man show? Because he just has a trunk of all his props <laughs> ready to go. I would watch it. That's it. Like, you can buy it as, like, something that he does to blow off a little steam, you know? Like... Mm. A little blow Steam. <laughs> Steam Tams. Oh, 420 special guest stars. So, of course, Richard Cheech Marin and Thomas Chung were playing themselves. And also, did you guess who the waste truck driver was? What? You'll never guess. Oh, Marcus Chong from The Matrix. I have no idea. Just anyone. No, I'm not good. Don't make me play this game. <laughs> Anthony Hopkins. <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah. Guaranteed if you name any person, you'll get closer than these two. Idris Elba. <laughs> nope. It was Peter Gabriel. Wow. <laughs> yeah, man. Like, yeah, man. You know, Marcus Chong from The Matrix is Tommy Chong's son. Oh, really? Yeah. Is he the guy that played Tank or Dozer? Tank. The younger one. The one that survives. Yeah. Spoilers for a 20 year old movie. Oh, my God. <laughs> Uh, Danny, do you have any other notes, any other bits from the episode that you'd like to mention before we rank this thing? That is the best sample you've ever made. Uh, any notes before we rank this hey, thing? Uh, yeah, no, no, I'm thinking, I'm thinking. I'm not just sitting here. Well, you are. <laughs> With a oh, blank look on his face, drooling. Um, <laughs> okay, look, what I'll say is I, 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 I wasn't comfortable with their portrayal of a mentally ill person in this episode agreed Mm -hmm. they were going for a complex portrayal of a mentally ill person but i don't think they pulled that off you know they showed the hoarder home and it was sort of in like a tasteful this person's unwell way but not in like a laughing at cletus way i mean Oh, another bad Cletus joke in this episode. The was there? Smoke and brand yes. breathing oh, in and the yeah. baby in uteros chuckling. Yeah, that wasn't good. Mm. And then the tall guy doesn't get stoned because he's too tall to smoke mm. pot. They could have kept the tall guy joking. Sure, sure. And, but they had to remove the yeah. fetus joke. Yeah, that was... I can't I can't believe they, they, they did it. Can't believe they've done can't this. Can't believe they've done this. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, like, I feel like they were aiming for a more sensitive portrayal of mental health than they did. I liked some of the bits. Like, I thought her coming back to her senses is really touching. Her being a little lucid about things was really nice. Marge slowly descending into madness is a really great way to say it can happen to you, you know? It's not. It's one of those things that only happens to other people. It's normalizing it, Mm. you know? And that's a really tasteful thing, which they, they did rush through, but... This was an episode by itself that they rushed through. What I didn't like was when she started getting mentally unhealthy again, she starts squawking and screeching again, yeah. you know? Yeah, it was the immediate drop into insanity. And like, yeah, it, it was done with Marge as well going, ooh, this thing, ooh, pizza yeah. things, ooh. Yeah. Thing. Yeah, it was ridiculous. How about you, Claire? Any other notes? Marge's farewell to Homer, where she says, you know, you're only allowed one sin on this trip. Mm. Uh, Gluttony. Save lust and rage for me and the kids. Yeah, that really fucking... That... Lust and rage. (laughs) At the same time. For which and for who? I'm very uncomfortable with that joke. Well, obviously, I mean, I feel like it's a joke because, you know, Homer strangles Bart all the time and we bone like fucking rabbits but yeah hit your kids and then hit this yeah. she points to her crotch I just <laughs> I think it was a hands. little bit tasteless <laughs> like Shia LaBeouf yes Claire tasteless <laughs> it's a big triangle around Jordan stop doing that any God other notes it, stop I liked I don't know why I like this but Ralph Wiggum's little um, yeah. stand up was kind of cute yeah I liked his voice acting in that scene as well oh James L. Ralph <laughs> I can't remember the line. You like, go, you go. 
Ah, you ever notice how your nose gets boogers? What's with that? (laughs) I'd hire you. Very good. Um, But uh, yeah, in the audition, the scene as well, Like I actually liked a lot of these. Like Gil doing the one person, three roles thing. mm, You must mm. pay the rent. I can pay the rent. Yeah, that got old fast for me. Yeah. I didn't like the Willy one, though. It was just I didn't like the Willy gibberish. one. I literally did not understand this entire I thought word, I was just single like, word. He's prob- I, maybe you can make it out, but I'm just not going to no, try. No, but see, nope, I think nope, the nope. problem is it wasn't like a, a little bit of a throwaway joke to say like, oh, Irish is a difficult accent. I mean, Scottish, Scottish. is a difficult accent to understand. Racist. <laughs> It's all the oh, same. They're all the same redheads, aren't they, Claire? <laughs> <laughs> That's my heritage, <laughs> you Oh, shut up, both of you. Heritage. Um, But yeah, I feel like it was legitimately gibberish in parts of it. And it was like three lines long. So it felt like we missed out on something. Mm. Very dirty limerick. (laughs) That's Irish. Once was a man from Nantucket. Jordan, any other notes? Yes. Can I share with you the notes that I started and did not finish? Please. And you can tell me if you know what the note it was about. Love this this game. game. The first one. That's. Entertainment. entertainment. That's correct. Ding, ding, ding. Elliot is going to win because the others are. What did... <laughs> hmm. I don't know. That's the note. What was... <laughs> and then, is that like a burn on something? No, never mind. <laughs> you told your diary to never mind. Yeah. Oh, wait. Oh, there's also a note that just said, shit. Oh, fuck. <laughs> anyway. Good try, though. <laughs> yeah. Um... What, okay, I guess Burns was stoned, but he was seeing them as Morecambe and Wise. It was <laughs> really bizarre. Morecambe and Wise. Wasn't he seeing them as Laurel and Hardy? Was Laurel and Hardy? I thought it was Abbott and Costello. All right, oh. so there's two black and white guys. They're comedians. They're British. One's tall and skinny, one's short and fat. Doesn't matter who they are. <laughs> Millie Vanilli. That Brian. fucking lowrider parody. I know we laughed at one point. I oh. loved all of it. <laughs> okay, <laughs> but I'm just like... Wait, what stop. was that one? That was the... I am the Chong now. Yeah. Take a little look. Yeah, like, I need to stop singing because Chong is mad. Cheech is mad. Cheech is really mad. I think I should have gone with Chong. Yeah. So good. I just like lowrider the song. And how dare they? You know? How dare they? Because they followed that up with my least favorite musical, Cats. And uh, the cat lady going oh, to performance of cats. That. No, but I, that's fine. I just don't like cats. I hate like memories. Dude, it's like, your cat great. is right next to you. My, I wouldn't want to be standing next to a cat right now. It's everyone's cat. No, the musical Cats by Andrew Lloyd Webber. It ran for centuries or whatever on Broadway, but I don't fucking care because it sucks. <laughs> this is like and the I, fourth podcast uh, in a row where we've ripped shit on cats. I just hate... It's a, a, a just a complete mess of storylines. Cut his mic. Fuck fade out. Cats. I like the pulling watch. the cat out of the Kleenex uh, box and blowing yeah, it up. I just thought it was cute. sweet that they distracted her with taking her to see Cats the musical. Yeah. Like, that is a lot of forethought about a woman that you know nothing about. It's like, oh, she likes Cats. Well, this is nice. Like, let's buy a theater mm, ticket. Yeah. And she loved it. She was yeah. loving it. Yeah. That's true. It was a story about when you used to be young and beautiful. Yeah. Oh, Jesus. Yeah. Anyway, I would it's rather sad. watch Starlight Express than Cats. Okay, relax. That's my... Let's, let's not say Jordan. things that we can't talk like, about. Jordan. Some of them are just incredulousness at the episode, mm. such <laughs> as, what? A B-plot 
Now, <laughs> what? what is this? As you can see, that, that should is be like literally the, like two thirds oh down my page. The quote on the movie poster, you know, <laughs> yeah. that's the Amazon review. <laughs> what? A B plot? <laughs> now, you know, there's like pirated like Chinese or Indonesian like DVDs you could buy, and they put the reviews on there to just look good, but they don't read they don't what read they actually yet. say in English. And it was like yeah. a drab, boring plot driven by badly acted <laughs> Tom Cruise or something. And you're like, what? Why'd you put this? Tailless. Lift, uh, Taylor's lift. Uh, <laughs> Taylor's lift. So Taylor's lift uh, recently, like on her social media, has put up a poster with like all the stubs of reviews for her latest album. Right. And one of them was seriously like, amazing. Then you read the full review. Amazingly bad. <laughs> <laughs> they do that. They're allowed to just selectively edit. Yeah. And another one that was like, oh, no, Marge is a hoarder now, written in a sarcastic lilt. Like. <laughs> I love that you have a sarcastic lilt yeah. to your handwriting. I go it's called italics. italics. Yeah. <laughs> um, why? Stupid lyric shit joke. <laughs> I think it's time for my final <laughs> note. <laughs> oh, God, it's only 8-3 now. <laughs> That's at the end. Look, look how funny that was. <laughs> oh, you were double spacing it. Uh, right. And the Dave's not here improv at the end. Oh, that sucks. shut the fuck up, Dan. Uh, You're not funny mm-hmm. anymore. And now it's time for my final notes. Now it's time for the now it's time for his final notes. Elliot's final notes. Uh, were... <laughs> Fuck me. Uh, there was another Wiggum and Lou thing which sucked. Confiscate the brownies. There's no pot in there. And there was a very self referential joke of Bart going, They're falling back on the old bits. I carumba. Yep. Yes. Yeah. Right. Just yep. to get yep. some bad notes out of the way. Because I did like Homer's line. But I'm a drunk, and that's reefer comedy. Two different animals. Yes, mm. I like that too. Yeah. And when there was the Teach and Chong show, then it turned into a Skinner Chalmers little tiff. And yeah. Like, yeah. Really, oh, just... They were really stressing like that he's already in a, pair, a, a pairing. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Time to rank this thing. Thing. On the Simpsons Index, we are accusing our six-point scale, which starts down the bottom at failure. Maybe if the episode was just meh. You give a participant. But for the positive rankings, we got okay bronze, good silver, excellent gold, but for the best of the very best, you give cubic zirconia. I'm going to go first. Let me show you how it's done. I said to the guys after we watched this, I think this is an episode that actually transcends our ranking scale because like, mm. there is just so much going on. But look, I'm going to give it a bronze because I think that's a good catch-all for it. I did enjoy a lot of this episode. I could have done without some things, but then again, you know, I also had a good time dissecting this one with you guys. Claire, your turn to go next. I I'm also going with bronze. It just feels like a good, solid bronze. It's not, there's too many problems with it to rank it higher, but yeah. it's not a bad uh, episode. <laughs> and how about you, Jordan? What would you like to rank it? I'm struggling because I don't know whether I just didn't concentrate enough. <laughs> um, <laughs> possible, possible. It's just kind of, it slid through my mind and I'm just kind of like, oh, yeah, participant, whatever. I don't know if I like it enough to want to really watch it again. But again, I, I don't know if that's because I just... You're a fucking stoner? In s- <laughs> no. <laughs> I ingested 72% of it. <laughs> I and Danny finishes off. I didn't in. <clears throat> well, I was just thinking, hey, Dan, what were you thinking about this episode? Well, I was just thinking about this one last thing. Um, you just pause me? No. <laughs> <laughs> I swear. Oh man! One lo- Show me the wave for Elliot. 
Oh, so, okay, there was one last thing that I was thinking where I was sort of thinking about how I like the Marsh storyline better, but at the same time, I don't like it. So I was thinking how maybe I'd like to focus on that, but do it differently. And sort of there was this feeling at the end of the story where... You realize we're ranking it this time. What? We're ranking we're right ranking. now. Oh, shit. Okay. Go, go, um, go, 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 go. Come on. Silver. Uh, gold. Silver. Silver. I'm going silver. Really? Yeah. Oh, okay. Um. So... They should have done like a curse thing, like in the exorcist thing, you know? <laughs> she has to accept back the haunted gold and suddenly she's a skeleton again. Not not literally that, but you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> like, like, you think like you're Pirates of the Caribbean. Are, no, the, there's a curse. Like there actually is a curse because once you start collecting yeah, little no, the, knickknacks. The curse of the gold, which turns you into yeah. a skeleton, it's Pirates of the Caribbean. I, I know, but, I, but I mean, oh in the, they've already got a movie of it, Daniel. It's called Pirates of the Caribbean. It was very, <laughs> it was very popular. No, this where like she she starts taking things from yeah, the trash. Yeah, like Jack Sparrow does. <laughs> yeah, in Pirates of the Caribbean, Curse of the Black Pearl. And overall, this episode will receive a bronze by split decision. Funnily enough, this panel has probably produced all the bronzes by the split decision. There was Dude, Where's My Ranch? Where they go to the Dude Ranch. <laughs> Lisa dude, falls in dude, love. I don't think I was what? there for that one. Dude, what? Yeah. Ranch? Dude, where's oh, my ranch? Dude. Yeah, of course. And she gets like madly in love with the ranch dude. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's yeah. I didn't like that At episode from ranch. what I remember. The dude ranch. <laughs> A totally fun thing that Bart will never do again when the Simpsons go to Antarctica. Huh. Oh, that's all of them. Cool. There were a couple of silver, silver cool. participant participants in the squirt and the whale, where Lisa finds a whale that's beached itself, and the whale fucking dies. It's really heart wrenching. And home of the father. Oh, we reviewed that one together. Uh, yes. Well, you actually just mentioned it before. Is it the one where he goes to Ethiopia? No. No. <laughs> no. Gabon. And you got it mixed up. <laughs> and before we move on to our teens era episode, we must ask: Is our reputation justified? Is their reputation justified? Oh. Wait, no, no, wait, wait. <laughs> Wait, Dan's been saving up for this. Let him yeah, have his I moment. Know. He's not going to be able to do a 30 to 40 second song right now. Oh, shit. Sorry. Okay, okay. We're going to talk about Ethiopia later. He's Maybe. crying. I know, yeah. Maybe it was Bosnia. It's an episode where they eat in an Ethiopian restaurant. Oh, no, no, no. Uh, Sing the song, Dan. And they lick cane toads. Uh-huh. Okay. When a bad episode has got you down and you're feeling <laughs> dead inside. Wacky tropes, a dead end plot, script writers that haven't tried. Oh, I started too high. Well, don't review the show <laughs> till we find out what people think and watch paid critics selling out their pride. Find out is that reputation justified? Where critics shower praise On a corpse that's dead for days And happiness means finding out These critics lied <laughs> Finding out Find out is that reputation Justified Yay <laughs> Amazing Thank you Norm <laughs> Rowan Kaiser of the AV Club uh, yeah. The Kaiser Chief Yes <laughs> He gave this episode a D Whoa. Yeah, okay. This is like oh, that's the fail. Worse than fail. Oh. Wow. He said, "I have no idea what The Simpsons was trying to do tonight. It relied almost entirely on guest stars and topical references, hoarding, along with a minor character who didn't really need fleshing out." That but sounds like every true. show 
in existence. <laughs> but what made it even worse that it seemed to be designed Ooh. as a tongue-in-cheek homage to Cheech and Chong's comedy, but it didn't seem to like them, and it didn't expect you to like them either. It just wanted to say, hey, these guest stars we have were really cool or famous or something once. You know what? I'm, I actually off. understand what he's saying there. Like, I did enjoy the episode, but the fact that they downplayed Cheech and Chong's whole thing Uber. of them being stoners, you know what I mean? Mm. Yeah. It's, it's like they were trying to almost get away from that image. The fact that they were showing, like, the typical fan is Homer. Like, just do the Dave's not hip. Oh, my God. They get him the on stage looking shit. smashed and, yeah. yeah. And, and it seemed like they were kind of being like, see these guys? This is literally their show. Yeah. People pay money to see this. Aren't they stupid? Yeah. And that's the thing. That's how Cheech and Chong are towing a buck these days on these tours. Like, mm. yeah. yeah, it does seem to undermine them a bit, hey? All right. Well, that does it for our HD era episode. And now we are going to the teens era where we are reviewing the 420th episode of The Simpsons. And just a fate of the numbers, this happens to be our 420th episode review. Ooh, (laughs) spooky. Incredible. We are going to review all about Lisa. We'll be back. And now it's time. And we are back. And we just watched our Teens Era episode. This was the last episode of the Teens Era, actually, as well. Season 19, episode 20, all about Lisa. First released in May of Ought 8, it was directed by Stephen Dean Moore. Hey, him again. And written by noted uh, shit list resider, John Frank. (laughs) He makes you laugh, he makes you think. Not this time. He makes you desperately drink. (laughs) (laughs) In this episode, Lisa becomes Krusty's assistant and then usurps his role as the entertainer clown person. And in the B story, Bart and Homer get into collecting coins. Hey, what do we think? I think they've already done this episode, but better. <laughs> yeah, when Bart becomes Krusty's yeah. assistant. And then usurps, well, not usurps entirely, but takes over the spot on the show mm. and becomes, becomes really the, popular. The, uh, I the didn't do it, boy. kid. Yeah. Yeah. Uh. It was like a fever dream. Like I watched the I didn't do it episode and then I dr- dreamt a really bad Simpsons episode. That's what it felt like because it made no sense and it also made me sleepy. <laughs> uh, yeah, this was a chore, man. <laughs> Hello, welcome to the Simpsons Index. This is the end of the Simpsons Index because this episode killed it. <sighs> no, 420 episodes in, we're two thirds of the way there. <laughs> For now. Not going to fucking quit now. <laughs> like, all right, when I'm watching Simpsons Index, I'm trying to review. I've got my notebook, I've got my little pen. I'm focused. But I still kept finding myself like picking up my phone, like almost like subconsciously, like my brain had checked out. Yeah. And I was just picking up my phone, like, what's on Instagram right now? Like, no, refocus. You have to watch this episode. You have to know what's going on. Yeah. It was really a struggle. Like, I was so bored. All right. Let's hook into this good old questionnaire that I definitely have up on my phone right now and did not forget at all to not have it up on my phone. Danny, for better or worse, what's something that stands out to you? I think the thing that really stands out to me is a fucking month-long subscription to the Sideshow Mel voiceover service. <laughs> Man, that voice, that, like, knockoff Frasier thing was growing tired for me by the end of the episode. Well, I, there was no value to his narration. His Shakespearean think... prose. 
But I don't understand why it was a show that was being narrated. It was almost like they were trying to do one of those like fake documentaries, but they didn't yeah. commit. Yeah, like they had a special ending saved up for it. What it felt like at parts, especially the freeze frame of Krusty crying when, you know, he realizes Lisa's taking over yep. his show. Yep. It felt like, um, what's that good episode where <laughs> it's like uh, Inside the Simpsons or... Behind the Laughter? Behind mm. the Laughter, yeah. yeah, yeah it yeah. was like that, but a really shit version of it. Wasn't it just? Well, they didn't do anything with it, you know? No, and it was only the narration that was actually done in, well, yeah, in that style. But And then they catch up to the narration and they keep going in the present. Yeah, well, I guess they planted the seed of Mel to do that whole thing. Don't fall victim to all these people. and But surely it's not the fault of acting, it's the fault of Krusty. That... Well, so that was weak sauce. Yeah. Oh, dude. Here they are all in the Hall of Fame... Now they're not famous because they'd said yes to cheap parts or... I mean, they were doing local television anyway. What shit sort of message are they saying? Don't accept jobs. Don't take parts. Don't, <laughs> don't follow your dreams. <laughs> yeah. Also, like... Let your dreams be dreams. Degrading work, but Mel has regular TV gig. Like. Yeah, exactly. Well, that's exactly it, man. Scruples are great, but they don't put food on the table. And aside from that, nothing was wrong. Like, Lisa wasn't getting, like, corrupted at this point. She that's was it. Just, she hadn't She had her own down. show. Yeah. She was, you know, performing and enjoying it. Like, and she was getting an award. Hooray! How about you, Jordan? What stood steeds out to you for better or worse? Oh, I love it. that last one. Was great. Um, I guess <laughs> what stand out the most. <laughs> you know what? I can't decide. Was yeah. it because nothing stood out because it was Me all too. white yeah. bread? <laughs> oh my god! There was no oh. multigrain in this sandwich. I guess maybe two of the quotes. The one I didn't like a lot, and one I kind of thought was good. One, the good one I liked is. Coin hunting is a lot like life. It stopped being fun years ago. <laughs> <laughs> it's always better when it's coming out of Homer Simpson's voice yeah. as well in their 19th season. <laughs> the one I didn't like, Krusty, oh yeah, my mum says you're a, a selfish lover. And he says, mm. I know what I want and I get it. I'm like, what are you saying, Simpsons writers? <laughs> what are you saying by putting this in the episode? Answer us, damn it. <laughs> what are, uh, what's your message? I mean, couldn't it have at least been like, because obviously like Nelson's mom slept with him to get Nelson the part. Couldn't it have been like, hey, your mom got what she wanted. Like, still gross, but not as rapey. Yeah. It, you know what I mean? It's a little bit. It does have a little. It's just, oh, they should have just left it out. Let's be Yeah. Honest. There's a bad implication with, yeah, an eight-year-old saying, yeah, my mother talked to me and said you were our selfish lover. Mm. Yeah. There is a lot of bad. I mean, I feel like Nelson's family is often played in a very uncomfortable way. Mm. Although is Nelson eight as well? Oh, actually, yeah, I think he got held back at least once or twice. Okay. Still young. Oh, wait, no, he would have been 10 even then. I thought maybe that he was like in the same year as like Jimbo and the other guys maybe at one point, and then he got held back and they kept going. Yeah, it's never really explained what grade they're in either. Yeah, that's <laughs> uh, fine. Just to round out that point, like the whole Nelson part of the episode was like, it went by so quickly that I don't even know why they included it. Exactly. That's just what I was saving up. Why is he Giving there for the two part. beats yeah. True. and gone? Yeah. Well, because they needed Krusty to see Lisa as like, you're trying to vouch for your brother, but you're the organized one. You should definitely be my intern, blah, blah, blah. And then hire her out of the auditions. He's auditioning, she's doing his schedule or something. No, it was clumsily written. Yeah. So how about you, Claire? What stands out to you for better or worse from this episode? Okay, well, uh, let's talk about the Drew Carey like, <laughs> cameo. Hey, the one guest style for the episode. Yeah. I don't really know what to make of this part. Like, mm. 
it wasn't bad, but the jokes were like, it was like a roast, but yeah. it, it was just sad. I didn't feel like laughing at any of the jokes. I just felt sad. And I couldn't tell whether Did, he was backing down or not. It's just, I don't know. Uh, how do we feel? How do we feel about this? <laughs> yeah, I didn't have any love for it. Mm. Also I, that it was kind of just leading to him doing the Crossgeteers yeah. reboot thing didn't make a lot of sense in the context, I don't think. But Especially because he said, I'm looking for another Crossgeteers in like... As if oh, there yeah, was I've, some al- I've always had six, one's dropped out. Yeah, I don't know. Like the whole gala event surrounding it, it was just... Yeah. I, don't, I don't know what function it was meant to serve. Yeah. Like, yeah. here's our Elvira character and... Here's Gabbo again for no reason. Who's tapping their feet? Me. Sorry. Stop it. I got restless <laughs> leg syndrome. <laughs> I think we all feel really both bored and restless from this because yeah. it feels so... I, I can't actually tell you what the fuck happened in this or what the point of anything was. It no. was all so bland that yep. the B story of coin collecting, which was repeatedly pointed out to be the one of the most boring hobbies you could do, was more interesting than the main plot line to me. Yeah, and it's bad right. I've said this in a couple of other episodes where they've done the same mistake, but it's bad writing to make a joke about how boring your storyline is. Yeah, I told you they do it a lot. It's a cry for help. They need help. <laughs> They're so tired, and they've had to do like eleven other seasons after this one. Yeah, yeah, and we'll be following them to the ends of the year. That would get them a like a cross on their essay if they submitted it to teacher. Yeah. And the other thing it was, it came in so late again. Yeah. It was like halfway through the episode. And then they're like, how about we trade in all the crusty stuff and I'll get coins. Let's get started on coins. All right. So dumb. Yeah. Let's just lay it out. The Lisa storyline made no sense whatsoever. It didn't make any sense as to why she got into that position. It didn't make any sense as to why she suddenly wanted to be a clown. And it didn't make any sense as to why Mel wanted to convince her that it was a bad idea for her to continue being an entertainer. Yep. And they tried to play it as like she was being corrupted by, you know, just doing anything for laughs. Like yeah. like she was losing her yeah. morality. She but starts acting like she's getting a drug hit when the audience laughs. She doesn't go off stage, just five encores. It's weird, though, because, like, there was nothing really that bad about what she was doing. No. Like, she was just... Enjoying her two minutes. She did manipulate Krusty. Yeah, she did set up... She rigged the tryout or whatever. But there was no... Like, I didn't understand, or I don't feel like it was fully explained enough as to why she suddenly got it into her head that, like, not only do I have to be on stage, but I have to be on stage and usurp Krusty entirely. Yeah. Like, it didn't make sense. No, again, it was just sort of moved through too quickly and there was yeah. a lot of, like, extrapolation yeah. for the audience to make. If like, there had been a couple of hints about, like, agents being interested in her or, yeah. like, she saw Krusty doing badly with to his manager off screen or something or... Or, like, Krusty really didn't appreciate his fans, yeah. like, and didn't appreciate going out there and he kept, I don't know, doing reruns or something instead. Or, like, um, or maybe all those people are not just like past winners of the entertainment but actually past crusty show members Oof. and then there's a reason like you got to get out of like this like variety tv hour shit yeah. because all these people have like crashed and burned after doing it well they could have like had them as like all the extra characters like that we've seen in uh crusty show over the year like corporal punishment yeah. yes the ballerina one yeah and then the throwback would have at least like meant something you know what i mean like it was yeah. a bit of a reference to previous but yeah, this episode also at the same time tries to ignore its history with, yeah, the whole Bart getting his... I can't believe you're working for Krusty. That's something I've done once and I was shown to get <laughs> over it thoroughly quickly yeah. after mm-hmm. becoming yeah. famous. Just like you did, Lisa. 
<laughs> and yeah, that's what stands out to me is like the Bart story was just like trying to get rid of him and it was just so boring. Like it was it so was, boring. What was the fucking the coin collecting montage where they basically that's what I wanted to say that was beautiful. To me, that one scene was beautiful. It was undeserved in a shit episode. Was it really that good? Like like in they're in a of, fake toll booth. Oh man, it's such a like a trope of a buddy comedy sort of like bonding thing. It could have been a Wonder Years episode. Well, look, I think the Bart Homer pairing in this instance was a much better choice mm. than Lisa mm. Krusty. Yeah. And the way that that was played, like Lisa didn't make, I don't think she was Lisa in this. There was no need for her to be Lisa. She could have been literally any other child. Yeah. yeah. And it would have been the same story. Yeah. I get what you're saying. At least the Homer Bart subplot felt like a plot. Yeah. It like, felt like a Simpsons episode. It was garbage how quick they got into it, how quick they got out of it, how quick, how little any of it mattered. Yeah. I mean, I saw the ending of, oh, now we'll hang a karate thing on the wall and never talk about it again. Yeah. I, I liked it as a joke, sort of, but at the same time, it undercut the only interesting I had in that story. Yeah. Well, looking back on it, I think the only parts of this episode that made us actually like laugh even the smallest bit or smile were in that B story. So the points were Homer going in to console Bart and being like, remove everything that reminds you of Krusty. Mm. Oh, which is everything. You know what? We should just give Lisa this room. Don't you know she's working <laughs> for Krusty now? Yeah. Like that was actually quite funny. And then the second hit point where he's just like, coin collecting sucks. It's like, all hobbies suck. They're just there to help you <laughs> yeah, kill time, <laughs> kill precious time. <laughs> just wait out the clock. <laughs> <laughs> and then like the final hit, which was, you know, just like life, it stopped having fun a long time ago or something. Yeah. Like, Savage. They were three throwaway line gags that we were actually funny. And in such a short little B story, that gained a lot more laughs than the main plot. Yeah. Mm. I didn't really care much for the escalation, though, with the kissing Lincoln's penny and the yeah. the auction house. There yeah. just wasn't a lot yeah. there for me to no. latch on to personally. And the whole fucking, do you have change for a nickel ending? Oh, fuck <laughs> me. That's I so know. Cool. It's such oh, a, doll. It's cheap. It's so cheap. Yeah. It's as cheap as a nickel. <laughs> also, they just stole, like, essentially, a or tricked, you know, hustled $10 a $10 million coin, which they have put into a book and put on their shelf and forgotten about. Like, wouldn't you... Yeah. Wouldn't Why wouldn't you, you talk about that all the time? Yeah. <laughs> Why wouldn't you trade it back in to the Android dungeon? Yeah. For some of your stuff back. There's a story. That, that is saying the bar really low for a $10 million coin. <laughs> also, it jumped from $500 to $10 million. Yeah. That's, way too that's far. also bizarre. They should have been dropping hints about how important coins were to Monty Burns, like through the early part of the episode. So it makes sense for him to be desperate for the coin, you know. Or if it was going to be a bigger plot line, it could have been like he already owns the coin, like he's only got the only one, and they've got to like no, trick no, it out no, of him uh, some no, way. No, wait. Um, like oh, no, that's good. Way. I don't mean to cut that down, but, uh, but his is better. Yes, it is. So what? So what? Instead of the kissing Lincolns, it's the kissing Burnses, and he has to buy it to get it back. <laughs> Why is he Keep it out of circulation. He's Monty Burns. He's been around since like 18 diggity. And he's a bajillion old bajillionaire. <laughs> bajillion old bajillionaire. Play count. How many times before tonight have you seen this episode? I haven't. No, never. No, ain't never, never. And never again. Yeah, I've seen this like once. I have not felt the need to uh, return to this episode. Too much of a struggle. Dude. Yeah. I'm so tired. Wackiness. Was this a particularly wacky episode? I was in parts. When Bart swallows that fucking... Oh, when he's doing the lantern fish. Lamp. Yeah, the pumpkin. Then he's the jack-o'-lantern. Holy shit. 
And then the other part where there's the freeze frame and then Mo comes in and starts picking pockets. Yeah. The fuck, man. Was that like a wax museum bit or was it just like having him walk out onto a pause screen bit? Walking out onto a pause screen. That's gross. Oh, I got it. Because we just watched that episode with the time sandwich before. So like Mo was really sad as he was walking through that scene. That's how he was able Uh, to move much faster than everybody else. Stop jiggling your legs. Oh, sorry. (laughs) Sorry. I can just hear it through the headphones. Anyway, sorry. Go ahead. Stop it. (laughs) Any other wacky myths? Yes. In this universe, leprechauns are real. (laughs) Oh, yeah. That's what I was going to say about the montage. Didn't need the leprechaun bit. Did not need the the leprechaun bit. And then they murdered it. Yeah. Well, no, they just ringed it. Ringed it? The ring. That was a murder. That's a movie about a murder. Yeah, eventually. But then it goes. die straight away. At least like two weeks later. They've got fresh water down there. Well, it's seven days. That's why you get seven days. That's how long she had. Yes. In her murder. Yeah, eventually. It's at least attempted murder until it's actual murder. It's not like, oh, we're just having a fun game and look, you happen to die several days later unrelated to this. Like, man. Yeah, that's some jigsaw level trying to remove the responsibility. It's like, (laughs) if I buried someone in the walls, no, am I a murderer until the moment they die? If you buried Bugs Bunny in the walls... (laughs) (laughs) wow (laughs) they're not real (laughs) alright if you had a punch up with Bugs Bunny and then walled him into your house am I and you can still hear him in the wall (laughs) do I go to jail or the asylum (laughs) I'm tired (laughs) I don't Ah. like this episode it's making me uncomfortable (laughs) I have a joke that I liked and I just read my notes and saw it it was when Bart was crying and he went upstairs and then Homer's like, you go deal with it. And she's like, no, I deal <laughs> oh, with it. Oh, no, no. She said, oh, it's girl trouble. You've, oh, that's and your goes, domain. No, he goes, no, it's clown trouble. That's your domain. <laughs> yeah. I and like then that. they trade it and then he's like, okay, fine, but you get strange new feelings. And <laughs> uh, Yeah, I actually don't have too many more notes on the wackiness that we didn't already mention. But I mean, comic book guys, little fucking shampoo commercial. Yes. He's got luscious hair. Yes. God, it was like, it just looked like a gif in motion. So, (laughs) let's all masturbate to that later on. Wow. Yeah. (laughs) What the fuck? It looks like a reaction gif. A gif in motion. No, I'm I'm, I'm up on the second thing he said. Did you say let's all go masturbate to this? (laughs) Yeah, he's he's like doing the slow motion. I'm so sexy, letting the hair down. You know what? I'm keeping my hair tied up (laughs) all, all the time now. It's so... Isn't he doing the sexy librarian? Yeah, but Jordan, you also need to stop bathing in streams <laughs> yeah. under a full moon. Yeah. Speaking of which, how about the heart of this episode? Looking over oh. my shoulder as I come out of the water. <laughs> Depends by what you mean by the word. Anyway. Um, <laughs> do you feel the, the bumps? No. No? Oh, uh, look. Okay. I didn't mind the Homer Bart plot line. I think it was nice that they teamed up and he was trying to do something with Bart to make him feel better. But it wasn't a particularly like sappy, yeah. emotional... It was episode. a sweet montage, but it was also silly. They did like the the leprechaun stuff. So yes. I mean, <laughs> even at its best, it wasn't incredible. It was garbage, let's be real. And what about Krusty's descent into I don't have a jobness? I've seen it too many times. He's already lost his show so many times I just don't yeah. care anymore. Yeah, when he did his four thousand episode and I was like, Oh, this is like his comeback special. 
you just has a special guest on to like <laughs> talk about him for a That's, bit. I was trying to remember what the whole shindig was for, and it was for that, and then to announce the Crusketeers. Like mm. I don't know, there just seems to be such a disconnect to that. Yeah, and stupid. the whole Crusketeers didn't make sense. That could have been a plot. But it wouldn't have been this plot, you mm. know? I mean, it's like we're talking to them, you know, producers or something, trying to say what's going to bring back some views. Let's bring back the Cruscateers. Yeah. Let's actually have a group of children instead of, for some reason, one child that then you don't want to put onto the TV. And why That's was Nelson it. doing flash dance? I don't understand <laughs> this episode. I'm getting no. so angry now. <laughs> oh, the flash dance flash bit. dance. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah. No, no, I'm I'm just sharing her outrage. I don't know why he was doing that. It didn't make sense, people. Was it it's part of his revelation? <laughs> Sorry. Was it part of Ow. his comedy routine? <laughs> no, but also his first bit as well, where he got the nerds on the xylophone and yeah. he's like punching their butts. At least that was a Nelson thing to do. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, true. it wasn't a particularly funny gag, but it was a Nelson type of. You know, this is uh, my skill. I yeah. can punch nerds and make them into a xylophone, some sort of nerdsophone. <laughs> but the flash dance thing, I don't understand. Yeah. And he said in that moment as well that he was just like uh, spotting his marks. What's the theatre term for that? Oh, uh, uh, running his, his legs, running his spots. Yeah. So he was told to do this. Yes. Like, what is the Krusty the Clown show? Like, <laughs> seriously. And what, what do Krusketeers do? Like, if they're doing a Mickey Mouse Clubhouse type of ripoff, that's not what it is. Yeah. That's not what happens. They wear a little uniform and they look super cute and young and like. Well, back to your point about there should have been more of them then. <laughs> if they were doing a Cruscateers revival, there was six then. Why yeah. is only one now? That's what he said. When I'm looking for a new Cruscateer, and I'm like, oh, you're just doing one. This is really a fucking bad idea, man. What are you doing? But ultimately, did this feel like an episode of The Simpsons? No. 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 Yes or no? Would you watch it again? No. no. Uh. <laughs> Sorry, I breezed past the integrity question, but I don't know. It's not like there were ma- any major character breaks, but... Uh, it, it was awful. There's no character Simpsons episode. Yeah. A Simpsons episode should be kind of captivating, at least. <laughs> Wow, scathing. <laughs> oh, it just like it it didn't really matter if I wasn't watching the whole time because I got the gist. I well, got let, what they were trying to do. Yeah. Well yeah. let me ask you, Jordan. If you were to improve this episode, what would you do? WWJD, what would Jordan do? <laughs> Send back the spec script. <laughs> just be like, we've done it. New ideas, bro. It's two thousand and eight. Eight. <laughs> so We've just had the GFC. People are fucking starving to death out there. <laughs> They're losing their homes. You're going to make them laugh. Are you give me this garbage? You'll never wow. work in this town again. <laughs> I like it. <laughs> How about you, Claire? What would you like to change? Yeah, it's pretty rubbish from the ground up. I feel like if we have to work with what the bones of this episode was, <laughs> then it would have to be, you know, Krusty maybe trying to revitalize his show, get kids more interested by doing Cruscateer auditions. And then I really don't know where you'd go with it, though. Maybe you I could really hire a bunch know. of them. It would That's have it. to be a you bunch of hire kids. Six. And then you have to make them all work together and they've got conflicting personalities. And I don't know. I'm getting flashes to like even at Niage, like the boy band thing. Yeah. But I feel like it could have gone in a more interesting direction. I think Lisa, like, I don't feel like she has that much to do with Krusty. She's always just been there as a support to Bart. It could have been like a power struggle of like they both got in, but then like who's going to be at the front of the dancers? Who's like his favorite Krusketeer? And because Bart's not particularly good at practicing or like rehearsing and things like that but lisa would have done like maybe a very solid and practical job she starts getting a lot of praise for it Mm. and doing really well so it could have been like a bit of a sibling jealousy episode maybe or i was gonna say even like building on that like if you had 
Krusty expecting her to be a big fan of Krusty and the Krusty show. Mm. So she doesn't know any of the trivia. And so she has to enlist like Bart to like feed her info and like teach her about Krusty. But there's no way she hasn't seen it as much as he has. They watch Itchy and Scratchy, but I wonder if she like wanders off afterwards. Yeah, Yeah. well, she's never been as much of a Krusty fan as Bart. Yeah, they make it very convenient when she is and isn't a fan. Yeah. Mm-hmm. How about you, Danny? What would you like to change about this episode? All right, so cold open on an empty grave. The Simpsons is dead. <laughs> All of the Simpsons. Um, I think I'd lean into the Martin Homer story. Oh, yeah. I don't know. I thought it was a nice idea to have them try to bond over a new yeah. like hobby. They haven't done a hobby thing for a while, like yeah. like a learning a bike ride or a baseball one or a basketball one or whatever. It could have easily been a really sweet experience, and it was, except it wasn't. But I feel like when Bart takes up essentially a boring hobby, it's because he's unable to do anything else. You know what I mean? Getting tricked into ballet. That could have been the beeline story, but then I think he would have needed maybe Milhouse and like all his friends to get into the Crusketeers. And then he's isolated. Great. Like when he was broke his leg and he couldn't go into the pool, that's when he got into playwriting and... Milhouse gets to be a radioactive employee. (laughs) Exactly. So he needs his support network removed, whereas Lisa is... I don't know. I felt like his whole jealousy about her taking over that position just got left to the wayside it as disappeared well. disappeared straight away. Yeah. And as for what I changed, look, Claire, raising up the whole thing about the six Cruscateers and why only one was chosen like, has gotten me thinking. Maybe it should have been, yeah, more of the kids involved. But, mm. yeah, Lisa does still take up that interny side role thing. And like the kids' manager or something. Exactly. Ooh, yeah. And, yeah, tension between Lisa and kids, you know, that's fine. And then, yeah, she can still get the talent bug and maybe she does start getting more spots on the TV show than the rest of the kids. And they're like, oh, well, you're the manager, so you're working this to your favour. Mm. Bit of suspicion there. <laughs> tension. And, yeah, that's it. Yeah, that's good. All right. Oh, musical moments. Yeah, that montage was set to that whistling song that I don't know what called. Oh. <laughs> Whistle while you work? No, no. I think so. Heather Graham whistles it in Scrubs as well. And there used to be that ad for Sanctuary Cove. I always get it confused with the Kill Bill one. Ooh, that's very different. <laughs> <laughs> Kalop, 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 kalop. That's her high heels on the hospital oh, floor. Right, right, right. Kalop. <laughs> I was just looked up whistling song and I'm like, it suggested Young Folks by Peter Bjorn and John. I'm like, huh, that is a good whistling song. I'll give them that one. <laughs> Check out Spotify's top 50 whistles. Anyway, oh, Wind of Change by the Scorpions. That's a good whistle. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyone have any other good whistle songs? New one. Oh, won't you come home? Oh, oh by yeah. Edward Sharp and the Magnetic Zeros. Yes. I thought you meant... I can't whistle. Ooh, it's the sound of one hand clapping. Oh. No. Oh. That's got whistling. No. Barnsy. Oh, other whistling songs. Tighten Up by the Black Keys. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, Patience. Guns and Roses. Oh, of course. <laughs> Jordan, do you have any other notes? Yes. Did not like when he's doing the lamp bit. He's like, E.T. Mm. And he puts on a fro and says, B.E.T. I don't get it. Black entertainment television. That's the like in the B.E.T. Uh, awards. It's for specifically black entertainment oh, in the U.S. Boo. Well, at least he didn't pull a Trudeau. Yeah. <laughs> oh, God, man. that one was really bad. Yikes. 
Mm. Anyway, I did like just the little line of oh, now that she dipped her toe in the business of show. Yeah, no, that was cute. that was cute. And we're about to show you that this is a business. Yeah, Cut that to was commercial. bad as well. Cut mm. to the commercials. Terrible. <laughs> There's a bit where someone's like, oh, I know a clown that, like, who is it? Hopper, Gibber, whatever. He goes, yeah. no, it's you. He goes, you, that Chinese uh, clown? No, you. <sighs> Disgusting. Did not like it. It's fucking gross, guys. Shut up. When did, Josanna Corner, when did Don't Lisa learn all this clown shit? She's yeah, like right? baton twirling. She's fucking juggling. Like, it's we know that she's kind of unco. Applied maths yeah. and sciences. Well, actually, sorry, I was meant to say that in my what would you change section. Mm. That she gets, yeah, the show business bug or whatever, but she keeps trying to re-relate it back to her talents that she already has, i.e. the saxophone. Makes mm-hmm. sense. Accidental playlists. This is the second character in a row acting like a dog. Yeah, for the theater. Yep. Mm. Very strange. Also, kind of sexual undertones when Sideshow Mel is like... The Hydra. Oh, no, well, yes. I mean, that too. <laughs> I mean, that's also fine. Point I was making. It's called hydranting. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Anyway. Oh, I bet there's a Reddit subreddit. A Reddit Sorry, subreddit. man. Anyway, mild sexual undertones. Sorry. When Sideshow Mel is like talking about a and like, oh, this young man was destined to be a star of the stage and screen or whatever. And then he goes, until I took the bone. Yeah. And then it's like his head with the silhouette over the top with the bone through it. But it just seems like he, you know, he had to fuck Krusty to get his position. <laughs> <laughs> or Krusty had to fuck him, whatever. But he took that bone and he hasn't taken it out since. I really liked when Sideshow Mel was like giving Lisa the trade secrets on how to handle Krusty. That that was a really like sweet sort of moment. Here's the keys to the vehicle sort of thing. Yeah. And then she name dropped Mitzi. I don't care who it is. Gabor. Oh, Mitzi Gabor. Gaynor. Oh, like Gloria Gaynor. Yeah. Um. Anyway, she used that to name drop the thing and then they never used that again. I thought that would have been really interesting to see her learning to manipulate and steer Krusty. To yeah. Kind of- I do think that if they were going to play, you know, the Lisa having to work for Krusty thing and Krusty being impossible to work with. That Mel being her support and being like her in yeah. would Instead have been much better, but then they needed to lean into that and actually yeah. like have, he could teach her things as they go along, you know, yeah. like it would have been a much more interesting, much more heartfelt sort of aspect of it. You see? And because Mel is a bit of a snob, like an intellectual snob as well, mm. his partnership with Lisa makes a bit of sense if they were going to have to play this episode the way they're playing it. Oh, jeez. All right. It's time for my final notes. Now it's time, when it's 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 final notes, <laughs> Elliot's final notes. That's Mitzi Gaynor and she starred in There's No Business Like Show Business. Oh. No business The like Mitzi Gaynor. business. Yes. I don't have many notes actually, but I don't do you know have what mega this- notes? Pardon? It sounded like you said I don't have many notes. So like, do you have mega notes? Oh, for fuck's sake. <laughs> Rewrite we, that joke. Do you have Mickey notes? Can we, can we, can we rank Jordan? <laughs> uh, C minus. <laughs> I hated the whole crusty by dry cleaning. I made scotch. Now get my dry. Fuck that bit. Yeah, yep. it's time to rank in the. Sorry, I should have put some enthusiasm into it. It's time to rank this thing. Woo! <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Ric Flair over here. Jordan just doing a beat. snuff box. Yeah. yeah, we're here. Jordan. <laughs> What are you ranking it? <laughs> I'm flicking between two words. <laughs> I think I know which ones they are. 
I was so bored. I'm like looking at my notes. I'm like, yeah, but what happened in the episode? Yeah. What actually <laughs> happened? I can't remember. Um, still think I fail it. Mm, oh, really? <laughs> <I'm>, uh... <laughs> Were you so bored that you can't even bring up the anger to fail Well, it? <laughs> I don't know. That's the thing. I'm like, I am bored. I'm not that angry. There were a couple of two like kind of racist jokes. I don't think you have to be angry to fail it though. Yeah. Like my point, yeah, but if, failure it is, is if like... it is so boring that you can't even remember what the plot was, I think that's a failure of an episode. Yeah, that's I what I think I'm... it failed at being an episode. But that's what I'm wondering, whether it was just like usually a failure is like something that's like so bad that I'm like, oh my god, I have to watch this again and like get angry. <laughs> yeah, but like I, I think a like participant needs to give at least something to work with. We really didn't. We didn't want to watch this episode. We'd seen it better with Bart. So what are you ranking it, Claire? Well, failure <laughs> for sure. I, it wasn't participating. I feel like they phoned it in by taking an old episode, shuffling the characters' names around, and then rehashing it. By vomiting it up. Like, how about you? Terrible. Danny? Look, I think I'm going to fail it as well. Yeah, it's not a good episode. It's not. It made a bid for it with the B storyline, but I liked one montage out of the entire episode. That's like, I liked what it could have been. Not the whole episode, just that montage. I like what that montage could have been. Yeah. And so were you ranking up failure, Jordan? Or? Um, Yes, failure. It's it's just, it, 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 was bad. Yep, 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 yep. <laughs> episode bad. <laughs> oh, man. Don't like episode. I think you guys might talk me down. Look, I wrote a little P in my journal there. Ooh. And you might have to test it. Hey, hey, um, hey. hey. Am I going to change it to an F? Don't let Jordan convince you. No, let I think Daniel you guys are. Like, yeah, it wasn't a fun failure, but it was still <gasps> so it, joyless. I think it was almost worse than the angry failures. You know, like when yeah. we're not mad, we're just disappointed. Like it was like... <laughs> no, fuck it. You guys have talked me down. Unanimous Yay. failure. We are giving this episode the index, index finger. <laughs> and this will be the fourth episode from season 19 to receive the finger it will be joining the return of sideshow bob and cecil in funeral for a fiend that 90s show which david james young was very upset by oh that one (laughs) yeah and also papa don't leech when lurleen lumpkin's dad comes to town Mm yeah and he tries to murder his murders his dad in cold blood that's right. It is a very harrowing. You got to watch it to see just like him strangle his father to death. It's wow. great. But before we move on to our classic era, which we so sorely need, yes, please, thank God, we must ask if that reputation is justified. When it's time to, you guys have to say review, okay? Who watches HD episodes? Who could be bothered watching those? Review, review. Thank you. Who knows if our opinion's right? Is that reputation justified? Review, review. Who drives pro-level critics mad? Who makes the feather touch look bad? Review, review. Who watches garbage late at night? Is that reputation justified? Review, review. Ah. <laughs> <sighs> I really like the vest. Robert Canning of IGN. Oh. Robert the Feather Touch Canning. You just took him down in your song. He gave this episode 5.8 out of 10. Failure. Straight failure from Rob. The episode lacked the normal spark and was an average season finale. 
criticize the premise of the main plot for being identical for to that of Bart gets famous. Can yes. I can I just say to Rob mm-hmm. if he says that is just your average season closer, was it? Or it was an average season finale. Oh, it was an average season finale. Wow. That means half of the episodes have to be worse than this one, Rob. <laughs> That's what an average means. <laughs> or a median. But you should be giving 5.8 and above to only half. You moron. John Edson, <laughs> Statistics quarter. <laughs> Do you know how scales work? <laughs> All right, guys, let's go to season four, episode 20, continuing this 420 train, and we will take that train to the station of snakes. We're going to watch oh. Whacking Day. Oh. I don't want to go to the station of snakes. I love the sexy slither of a snake. Love the sexy slither of that segue. Ooh. And we are back, and we just watched our classic and final episode for our 420 special. This was Season 4, Episode 20, Whacking Day, first released in, I didn't write it down, directed by Jeff Lynch, written by John Swartzwelder. In this episode, come on, it's fucking Whacking Day, you know this, guys, what did we think? What didn't we think? This one had a couple of bits that... Oh, man, I've seen them on Hallmark cards. I've seen them on T-shirts. I've seen them on GIFs. I've seen them on memes, but I've seen them on... I've seen them referenced in other shows. April of 1993, yes? Oh, yeah. None of us were even alive back then. <laughs> wow. Um, no, he, what he means is we hadn't self-actualized yet. So we weren't what? really... We were living, but we weren't alive. Until we saw this episode. Mm. Yeah, it is a good episode. I like to think of this one as a very pretty house of cards, though. That once you start looking at this structural Ah. integrity, Ah. it begins to fall apart. But my God, is it pretty. And it's funny. And it's wonderful. Let's talk into some moments of this episode. Starting with you, Jordan. What stands out to you for better or worse? The thing I think it was, I know this episode was Whacking Day, but the first five minutes is this completely different, hilarious premise. And I'm like, wait, did we put in the wrong disc? Yeah. Um, (laughs) And get the wrong episode? Because I'm like, how does this lead into Whacking Day? And that's what I was trying to figure out for the first, like, well, here's Five the minutes. question, right? Which is the B plot? Is it Whacking Day as the B plot, mm. and then Bart being expelled as the A plot? Because technically, that's what's introduced that first. first. Yeah, and actually, Whacking Day isn't even like brought up until the start of the second act. Mm. Wow. Mm-hmm. Interesting. And we've been complaining about all these episodes that take up until the second act to introduce their B plot. That's a solid point. Interesting. I think it doesn't resolve though. There's no conclusion to that that script. Really, what script? The, to the one? to the Bart and his teacher line, really. No, yeah, yeah. yeah. He's he shown acquired to... learning. And... So I'll take you back uh, to school. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just because you forgot about it doesn't mean no, it's bad. It, it feels like a, and they all live happily ever after. It is yeah. a cop out, but they do address the whole. Oh my God, we forgot about Dolph, Jimbo, and Kearney in the, <laughs> yeah. in the yeah, basement right. as well. All right, fair enough. What if they're dead, sir? Then we'll ride these bicycles to Mexico. Uh, that's what this note means, Mexican mountain bikes. <laughs> uh, see, look, basically it proves that we've got a high tolerance for late starting plot lines as long as what we're being shown actually does tie into the rest of the show, and it does. No, absolutely. But yeah, how about you, Claire? What stands out to you for better or worse? Ooh, okay. Things that I'd forgotten about. So Marge being a super cute 
mom teacher, <laughs> like just being so totally charmed by it. And I mean, they were very, very like lovely to Bart considering he got expelled. There was no like rage about it. They tried to get him to another school. It was a religious school. It didn't work out. Like she just hadn't even left the campus before he got chased off the grounds being, you know, <laughs> saying that he might ch- change form. But that's, um, I mean, like for a very innocuous joke, really. Yeah. Well, we don't, we don't know what else happened after that. Mm, I feel true. like it only escalated from there. That's not the school that Rod and Todd go to, right? It might no. be. Ooh. No, because like it's been shown that Rod and Todd don't go to Springfield yeah. Elementary. Yeah, I guess, you know, it makes sense. I just sort of assumed you'd seen it somewhere. I thought that we I had back, seen no. it because they do go to it at some point, don't they? they? But they show it with like a classroom with desks, whereas this was like a weird church house with pews. So, yeah, maybe mm. not. Oh, God, imagine doing schooling in pews. She's the worst. P.U. But yeah, where she was just like, Bart's lying on the couch in his PJs, just like mocking Lisa having to go to school. Like, oh, I guess I have to make the best of a bad situation. Mm." Yeah. And Marge comes like, get dressed for school. I expect you to be in your seat by the time the bell rings. I bought a bell. <laughs> like, oh, she's so excited. The little giggles that she gives. Yeah. Yeah. And writing on the board, like, hi, I'm Mrs. Simpson. <laughs> oh, she, she takes her time with it, isn't I'm she? I'm new teacher, Mrs. Simpson. But like, it also shows that little bit of like, Bart loves his mom. Yeah. You know? Yeah. He doesn't want to make her feel bad. And he yeah, gives that little he puts like, up with it, doesn't sad he? little laugh. Like, oh. <laughs> And I felt so bad for her when I was like, oh, I think I'll unplug that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, Marge becoming Bart's teacher playlist, right? Because it happens in the PTA disbands as well. Yeah. And you know what? Like, she gets it. And it's another thing that proves when, like, Bart's not stupid. Yeah. You know, he's just doesn't learn well pretty quickly. in that environment. In a school environment where mm. he's got all these peers and distractions. I think also the fact is Marge has never given up on Bart. Yeah. As yeah. well. She went in. straight out and opened a school. Basically. But also she teaches him in a way that he understands. She gets her son, you know? Yeah. You know, she's like, oh, it's a book about a boy that goes to war. He gets his hand mangled. <laughs> oh, great. Like, Why didn't you say that from the start? It. Yeah. yeah. Should be called Johnny Mutilated. And then yeah. he does stay up and read it. That's it. She gave him the old bait and switch, you know, promise of violence, but then delivery of violence. <laughs> it's really more of a bait and bait. Well, yeah, but it but also got him. There's a story. There's a plot. Yeah, <laughs> there are morals. How about you, Danny? What stands out to you for better or worse? I'm going to do two short ones. One is the evil Homer bit is yes! forever ingrained in my memory. <laughs> yeah, it's well, like the dancing baby from Ali Mobile because of Mugen, right? What are you saying to that us? That was like your special Homer move. Oh, it was wow. Anyway, it was in Mugen. Yeah, okay. That was the Street Fighter game on your computer where you could keep downloading new characters and everyone had like 3,000 versus 3,000 yeah. Street Fighter characters. Mm. Which is weird because you don't have to play as one anyway. This guy who picks a different character every time in Smash. This has been building up for a while, hasn't <laughs> it? No, 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 I'm just saying like, because I feel like you don't have like a main. I play Donkey Kong a lot. <laughs> um, we've digressed. Uh, yeah, we've we digressed. We have. <laughs> Your little bits. Oh yeah, the, the other bits. little bit, of course, was the other little bit. Oh damn, that's a feeling. Isn't that a feeling? You had "I Am Evil Homer." Yeah, I am evil Homer. Was it the other song? Oh, whacking day. Oh, whacking <laughs> no, um, day. You nailed the entire solo to that song as we we're watching it as well. Yeah, Claire. it's ingrained. <laughs> That's what I sing to myself before I fall asleep at night. <laughs> what is it? Like, we'll bash their heads, claw out their eyes. Their evil hearts will pulverize. Yeah. Oh, 
Wonderful. Oh, awful. So bad. Yeah, it's awful. What's the other part? I can't think of it, guys. Go on without me. All right. Well, I'm going to say the part of the story that stands out to me is the guest star of this episode. Oh, yeah. Oh, baby. That <laughs> sexy slither. I don't know how he gets his voice so low. <laughs> Masturbation. Chronic and... Wow, that was pretty good. Well, I really like that they essentially got him in there to, you know, introduce Whacking Dean, and then he's just like, what am I here for again? <laughs> oh, dear God. <laughs> like, yeah. You know, yeah. it was nice, it was a nice way of getting him into, like, yeah. the plot and then making him quickly leave the scene so he could yeah. walk past the Simpsons' house. Which apparently is pretty close to the Whacking Day festivities if Homer, you know, took a brief aside from his Whacking Day enthusiasm to run a car Parking park lot, yeah. out of his house. Per Axel. <laughs> <laughs> Hello. <laughs> I want to know that guy's story. <laughs> yeah, what's his car? What's it about? Tell I think he more. bought it from the same place as that one that gets 20 kilometers on one tank of kerosene. What the then H? Yeah, Barry White. I thought he did really well in this episode, and it's a he was great. very silly way to get the snakes to be attractive. But, I mean, I'm no scientist or audiologist. Does this fly? It probably flies. I, I would like, have thought it would drive them away. Yeah. Not entice them. But, you know, he was doing that sexy song and mm. making them feel good about themselves. And they do understand English. Yeah. Yep. Because they say, go in here. And they understand that yeah. instruction. And they wipe their little snake butts yep. on the mat before they go in. <laughs> oh, well, they're not animals. They're basically human. Okay. I do remember the other part that stood out to me. Do you know, do you can of a place where a bonny wee lass can oh, wash her yeah. long red hair? <laughs> no, but there's a pool at my apartment complex. <laughs> I got in and drowned, but we got him! <gasps> Lead the way. <laughs> <laughs> I like, I like Willie, you know, having a He's bit a of, bit of happiness bloke, in his he? life. Yeah. The man um, that was ready to marry a tractor mm-hmm. just yeah. has this, yeah. Well, that's a lonely man. <laughs> While I've got your attention, there were a couple of other little things that are, I think we might forget to mention. One was, okay, well, now let's get back to the three R's. Hmm, two R's come September. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, so while we're there, this is the first appearance of Super Nintendo Chalmers. No. Is it? No way. Yeah. Really? Mm-hmm. Season four. Yeah, okay. I could guess that, I guess. Yeah, Deep towards in. the end as well, like episode 20. Well, they do a really like good job of setting up who he's going to be very mm. quickly. And his Absolutely. relationship to Skinner as well. And their little just bits that they do. Yeah. Like their it starts so early banter on. It's really about, good. Like, what do you think the of the banners, yeah. sir? <laughs> Nothing but transparent toadying. Did that child just say, what's a battle? No, he said, what's that rattle? It's about the heating. <laughs> well, it sounded like he said battle. Oh, well, I've been having a cold. You hear bees as ours? <laughs> yes. <laughs> So apparently some a good portion of this was actually ad-libbed by Hank Azaria and Harry Shearer. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, which makes sense. There's a certain... Naturalness. Yeah. yeah. Uh, it's always the children's fault, That's isn't it? it? Yeah. Yes. Yes, it is. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing but transparent toadying. It was the children. I tried to stop them. <laughs> Would you like a jellied brick? There's a grape inside. <laughs> oh, the I'm not kissing. made of stone. <laughs> <laughs> the ass-kissing laugh. And the over-exact patterning on the back. And <laughs> Made of stone. <laughs> oh, what a kiss-ass. But, yeah. Speaking of ass. Yeah. And oh. Then he gets pounded in the ass. like, juicy, thick butt. It's reminding me very much of the scene with the tomato later yeah. on with Skinner. <laughs> oh, yeah. But I do like, and this and is what... And Buttzilla. Sorry? Mm, the Buttzilla. Of course. <laughs> he, he's, Big butt he's playlist. He's thick. <laughs> 
He's dummy thick. He's so thick. <laughs> I was thinking of a different part. I was thinking of, would the world judge me harshly if I threw away the key? No, but the PTA would tear you a new arse. <laughs> <laughs> the profanity adds nothing. <laughs> but I forgot about this part of it where, you know, it's not just that Chalmers gets like run into by a tractor, but then he also starts noticing the cracks within like Skinner's yeah. school where like he's got the lunch lady working as the nurse mm. and things like that. So I like that there was a little bit extra to back up why he was just like, no, I'm taking this off you. That's it. And it wasn't just Skinner being whipped or Chalmers just saying Skinner. Skinner was so funny, man. Mm. Yeah. Um, the part like where holding he, his own, he invites of. the three kids to get mountain bikes and then he's laughing on camera. Mm. <laughs> I must have left that on. And he's like... Ignore that. What did he mean about the fools? Those, those foolish fools. Who cares? I'm going to get my mountain bike. <laughs> and then, yeah, Skinner showing a bit more of that Vietnam thing. He was hiding yeah. in the roof and he cuts them off and traps oh, them. Oh, and in. he drops down, yes. Yeah, from like the bar above Why the door. Why was he in the roof? roof? Play count. How many times before tonight have you seen this episode? Several. A trailer of mountain bikes worth. Three? Oh. Only? Huh. No, that's three, right? <laughs> oh, true. What, what that is four. Like... There were four bullies. Oh, Jimbo, that's true. Kearney... Dolph, Dolph and, and Nelson. Nelson Nelson and Bart. Well, Bart got out. But Bart got out. Yeah, Bart... but he was invited for it, so there would have been five mountain bikes. He is no, no, no they bike. bought the mountain bikes after they thought they might have been dead. Oh. They had, there was no mountain bikes, Nelson. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, wackiness. Whacking day. Wacky. Wackiness. Pretty wacky. There's, there's a joke, There's a joke in there. Yeah. I mean, the Do overall... you know that the wackiness segment actually originated from whacking day? <laughs> I've heard that too. That's a secondary source. Um, <laughs> now I've heard it and it's tertiary. Um, the overarching plot that there is this like massive population in, of snakes I know. in Springfield <laughs> yeah. that they just ignore for the rest of the year apart from this one day, like the purge when they just day. get to kill them. Yeah, exactly. But like... And yeah, just, is this the origin just of fucking, the purge? It's sort of a, a, <laughs> a just mockery, fucking everywhere. Creepy, like American Americana, you know? Yeah. People can be so accepting of just weird, violent shit because it's part of tradition. Yeah. Oh, you know what else is wacky? Were I not a violation of God's law, I'd make you my wife. <laughs> or even the um tractor, you know, in Bart's fantasy, oh, yeah. talking yes. and laughing at him. <laughs> oh, and then the tractor little... playlist. Yeah, the f exhaust cap falling off as yeah. well. <laughs> like, that's one of those things where I'm wondering if that actually did happen in real life. It was just like puttering <laughs> away. And then... You mean when they were really filming The Simpsons? <laughs> yes, when that tractor was really laughing. Didn't you know The Simpsons season four was entirely, <laughs> entirely rotoscoped? <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. Um, <laughs> another wacky thing, Bart's mm. desk is like cartoonishly mm. hiding so much rubbish. Oh, and the seagulls. Yeah. Edna running over with the broom. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, he packed it in a desk about, let's say, 10 centimetres high. There was at least a 1.2, 1.5 metre pile of rubbish. Yeah, it looks like when you... What's that in Imperial? Who cares? <laughs> <laughs> Imperial's for losers. America. Clone troopers. Ooh, I know wackiness. But wanting to get um, a job tasting like new foods, <laughs> oh, yeah. pleasing Sweet. taste, some monsterism. Yes, monsterism. yes. I was going to say wacky tractor as well when it hit Chalmers and it did the cartoonish like pow and mm. oh yeah, yeah. with like the spikes that Spiky alternate flashes. between white and red. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And the bit when he's like, oh, a shiny fifty cent piece. I'll just <laughs> lean on down and pick it up. 
I reckon that's pretty wacky. Mm. Mm, seems to be stuck here. And between to- two flowers or something. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, leading to the great tradition of, yeah, Chalmers almost giving Skinner a, a good score. And then yeah. mm. I'll write the zero first. And then a vertical line to indicate the one. Other wacky stuff, Homer's like kung fu bit. Oh, wonderful. It's so good. <laughs> He's like triple flip across the garden to like backhand that snake. Yeah. Such a cool <laughs> shot. Yeah. It's great. I love that whole sequence. Oh, the animators are having a great time doing that. Or even like Lisa coming up to him, you know, everybody loves whacking day except for me. Is something wrong with me? Yes. yes. <laughs> Oh, that was when I... Uh, yeah, Homer was just full of bad advice in this yeah. one. Yeah. Just like when I hit the referee with a whiskey bottle. Remember that? Oh, my God. Remember when Daddy hit the referee with the bottle? Yeah. yeah. Yes, yeah. Dad. <laughs> oh, so upsetting. Yeah, you're going to ball up your rage. No, into, no um... Smush down your rage into a bitter little ball. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Oh, what about the graves? What about what about Ion Springfield? Oh mm. yeah, the munchkins from Wizard of Oz. What Where are, are they, they now? now? <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, they're probably further down in the ground now, aren't they? Oh jeez, man. <laughs> if they were even buried at all. I hear the property of the Property of Disney? Fox Studios. I don't MGM. Know. Was it MGM? Yeah, it was probably MGM. So, yeah, uh, being about Whacking Day, this is a wacky as an episode, and we'll have more to say about it, but f- next. Mm. <laughs> next. Mm, mm. Next doesn't start with an F. Let's talk about the heart. Was this a particularly heartfelt episode of The Simpsons? What do you think? Somewhat in Lisa's appeal. Oh, yeah. Yeah. For sanity. For sanity in the face of barbaric violence and yeah. nature. Yeah. And I touched on it before, but I really like um, Marge and Bart's relationship here. Yeah. Like, she was yeah. being a good mom, yeah, and he was cared. being a nice son to her. Yeah. Well, because that we've touched on this in the past, and other people have as well, like, Bart is not stupid. He just needs to be, like, taught in the right way, that's I it. think. That's when he shows real aptitude. So mm. it's nice to see it. Like, you know, he, he can actually apply himself and learn. I yeah. do like the version of Bart, the Bart that is stupid as well, though. So, like, that really early episode that I think we all, like, absolutely loved and felt so many, like, bumps from. Mm, Bart was, gets an F. Yeah. yeah. And, like, he is dumb and he really struggled mm. in that. Mm. And it was such a challenge for him to try to get anything out of it. But he did learn something, you know. Yeah. So, I do like this sort of in-between line where learning is a challenge for him but when he's given that one-on-one focus yeah and that help you know he learns what's interesting to him you yeah. know so like learning about colonial times was interesting to him yeah. so he absorbed it more easily but yeah, yeah. I-, I think as well because on a grander scale as well i think what was i gonna say <laughs> i have no idea <laughs> <laughs> well i was gonna say out. The, like, part having the appropriate path to apply is learning as well, because, yeah, it's one of these things that so many kids in school, you know, can be absolutely brilliant at one thing, mm. but not in all the things that school mm. wants to teach yeah. you. You know, Bart might be a shitty reader, but given the right material that's appealing to him, that gives him a path into learning. Mm. And he's just now learning about regular-ass colonial stuff because he's fascinated with it yeah. now. Yeah, And, yeah, yeah thus leading into him figuring out the whacking day thing, the origins. Yeah. And making another great Lisa Bart team up in this as well. Mm. Mm. Sorry, well, I re- remember what I was going to say. I think as, on, a, on a larger scale, <laughs> it's a more interesting story I find when Bart is actively interested in a subject, yeah. regardless of what it is, like when he first really gets into junior campus or like when he's actually interested in a specific thing that he really wants to achieve. That's way more interested than the kind of apathetic 
yeah. kind of boring part, like which can still be fun, but I think it's a more interesting and compelling story. Speaking of more interesting, yes. you know what I would have liked to have seen? I would have liked to have seen a whole fucking episode on Grandpa riding out the war as a cabaret <laughs> cross-dresser. Yes, I was just going to yeah. say, we missed out some of the most wacky. <laughs> Hitler is like in the crowd. <laughs> das ist not eine Bubi. <laughs> Grandpa, did all that happen? <laughs> yeah, great. That's it. There was a war and I did wear lots of dresses. <laughs> oh, they had designers <laughs> then. <laughs> oh, the reoccurring bit of Homer almost running his family down in the garage. Yeah, yeah that was very <laughs> wacky too. Even with the reused animation. But yeah, actually that better. made it funnier Definitely. because it was an exact copy of, of yeah. the first time. Um, but back to the heart and the later part of the story. Oh my God, her base. She plays bass and it was like a really beautiful looking bass. Yeah. It was like this Where'd pink- she pull that from? I, I don't know. I didn't know the Simpsons had a bass in their house. And an amp. Got, yeah. Like this pretty pink Fender. It's one of the ones with mm. like the metal over the strings. Why yeah. did they do that? You're the bass player. You are literally the bass player. You worked at a music store. You know how to like sell this shit. Oh man, you get the classic reverberation tones out of this mahogany wood bitch. I <laughs> yeah, used to write all the ads. You wrote the copy. I did. I had to look up why this was a thing once. It's like not a pick protector thing. Something like that, though. Maybe like a finger guard. I just assumed it would be like a convenient like thumb rest for oh, yeah, when you're playing finger style. Like you can get those little thumb rests bolted on. Mm. Yeah, I want to do that because when you're playing down on the E string, you've got to kind of just awkwardly put mm. your thumb nowhere. Mm. That's been bass talk. Ultimately, did this feel That's been bass like... talk. Nice. <laughs> should have said. Was that a theme song? Bass talk. <laughs> bass talk. Yeah, I can't go that low. Darling, how? Doing bass talk with you now, baby. Was there any reason it was Barry White, you think? Oh, because they can hear low sounds. Yeah, low tones. He loves yeah. the sexy slither. Oh, well, 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 that goes without saying. He was a really cha- a real champion for this recording as for well. snake rights? Yeah. Cool. Because, <laughs> yeah, that was a, a new <laughs> recording of I Can't Get Enough of Your Love, Baby. He yep, wanted to make an yep, yep. original one for them. But, Where he gets to talk about sexy snakes. Mm. I don't you? know. I don't know why. <laughs> and get enough of your snakes, baby. <laughs> your snacks. Hith. Ultimately, <laughs> though, did this feel like an episode of The Simpsons? Yes. Betcha. Yes. Yeah, all the characters are themselves. Homer's a little bit fitter than usual, but... <laughs> he trains every day of the year for this one day. Mm. Oh. He's got a very specific toolkit, and he will find snakes. And we've got to talk about how it's a major turn-on for Marge, which is a kind oh, of a yeah. violent side to her little yeah. sweet personality. I'm not sure I approve, but, you know. Yeah, especially, yeah, the bludgeoning snakes factor oh, of it all. Oh, oh. <laughs> Maybe this is like her Should late... Should I whack like... slow? Oh, fast? man. Oh, as he's unsheathing the... <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Whacking day stick. No, maybe she's got some like pent up anger towards men, you know, due to like her father leaving and Homer being oh, less right. than ideal. So like watching them dreams like of beating penises. Yeah. Okay. Maybe that's oh, like valid. she's like, Yeah. Oh my god. Destroy your masculinity for me. <laughs> Just do it. Let's go with that. And Bud's believable as well. <laughs> like <laughs> Yeah, like uh, he's a bit smarter than usual, but yeah, like we said, it's because of a good story reason. But I think Bart only really, it's just like Homer, they, he gets dumber as the series goes on. Yeah. He's actually not stupid. He's more of a delinquent in the yeah. early ones with like yeah. maybe learning difficulty and a bit of behavioral problems, but he's not stupid. Huh. And this is the kind of Bart that I like because it allows him to have more interesting and complex storylines. Yeah. 
Like when he's like, how could Jeremiah be in two places at once? They're onto us. <laughs> and then, uh, that's wacky, having a giant like security team monitoring everyone to make sure that no one finds out this <laughs> Disney incredibly style. stupid secret. Disney are always they keep watching. in the same that they explain in the single video. Um but yes or no, would you watch this one again? You bet I would. Yes. Yes. Finally we can ask the playlist question. What playlist would you put this in? Ones where Apu's quickie markets trashed. Oh my oh, god. Oh yeah poor Apu. <laughs> I was thinking in this I moment as well, this is how you use secondary characters, you know? Yeah. You have the one plot line, the thing that's affecting the town, and yeah. the side characters reacting to that. They're basically cutaway yeah. gags that aren't suddenly family going out to middle of nowhere. Yeah, because then it's just, yeah, cut to Cleta, some racist meth joke. But yeah, this still has something to do with the story. Or cut to Wiggum taking shots at snake cutouts and the first bullet goes right through <laughs> the lights. Yeah. Uh, I suppose maybe Lisa standing up for animal rights. Oh, yeah. Because it could go in with like Lisa the vegetarian as yeah. well. Yeah. Bart applied knowledge. So, yeah, that Bart gets an F1. Oh, and PTA disbands because, yeah, Marge teacher storylines. Good. Mm-hmm. I would like to merge this with... um disillusioned reverend lovejoy ones like where he does the you know any old page will do just read the bible ned or mm. <laughs> let me say that no no, no. <laughs> oh marge kinks uh, whacking day obviously like snake beating wow, this is, sounds is like my kind of playlist <laughs> um, um, snowplow drivers snowplow yeah, yeah. <laughs> She likes costumes though, because she liked him when he had the. It was like the band manager in oh, the big oh, hat oh, as oh, well. Oh, yeah. Oh, chewing the elbow. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Metal band name. The one where he, the one where he dresses up as a seagull and she dresses up as a garbage <laughs> pit oh. and she dives at her. <laughs> <laughs> oh, me seagull, you trash can. <laughs> and she's like, whoa, whoa, dive on in. Why does she sound like some sort of Kermit the Frog thing? Way worse than Kermit. I could definitely verify that happened. Yeah, that one really happened. Oh, Bart Cockney accent. <laughs> Shine yes. your shoes, Governor. I will not have my son be a 19th century Cockney boot black. <laughs> yeah, cute. And so, um, oh, when he wants to be a chimney sweep. Mm-hmm. Oh, uh, Barney's lessening grip on reality. Yeah. Snakes! Snakes everywhere! Ooh. I liked it. Uh, yeah. 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 Downfall of a gumball. I don't know. I think it's just because I've heard that same. What's a whacking day? You know. Yeah. Yeah, but you have to keep in mind. We can't What's look at it with the context of like. <laughs> you know, the you reach a point of diminishing returns with that one. <laughs> this is one of the early versions of it. Yeah. And it's with a character where it makes sense. Like, you have to look at it through that lens, not through the jaded, HD, burnt out eyes. Oh, uh, one more potentially. I wonder if this is like the first published. Uh, obsession that Matt Groening has with Richard Beat. Nixon. Oh, because <laughs> like, I'm thinking about like how you know it becomes almost like a recurring character in Futurama yeah. and stuff. Oh yeah. I used to have a Simpsons comic, which had the story of why he doesn't like Richard Nixon in it. Oh really? He's a bad man. Well, he's you now he's the, the second funniest so, president. <laughs> this is memory from when I was very young, but this is how I remember the, like little Q and A went. What had happened was he and his father were walking to a restaurant when he was a young kid yeah. and Richard Nixon and like his entourage were coming out. And so, of course, you know, they shook his hand and everything like that. And he's just like, try the duck. It's delicious. And then they went in and tried to order the duck, but there was no duck on the menu. <laughs> so they said the only time I met him, he lied to me. So 
Now he gets it. I wonder wow. if it's just one of those things where he goes, I want duck. And they're like, just give him the fucking chicken. <laughs> so yeah, maybe he duck. thought it was duck. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Claire, what would you change about this episode? This is probably because I'm I'm very tainted with this episode. It is mm. an episode I really enjoyed. I've watched it many times as a child. And there's actually more in it than I remembered there being. So I didn't kind of uh, realize that the evil Homer was in this episode. I didn't really remember like the Bart B plot line being in yeah. the Whacking Day story. But it is such a favorite episode of mine. I don't think I can think of anything that it would change. Maybe if I was watching it completely fresh, yeah, I would have some things to alter. But I like it the way it is. How about you, Jordan? The only reason I would change it is to... I just want to add more material of Marge, the teacher, and like him... Her getting through to him, rather. Because there is that one bit where he is, like, throwing shit at her and, like, throwing a paper airplane into her yeah. hair and stuff. And, and she's kind of... Mm. But then it's, like, an immediate change once she gives him book. And then he becomes, like, an attentive student and everything. I wanted she gives kinda... him book. <laughs> Did I... A book? A book. Yeah. A no, book. it reminds me of, like, a few episodes ago when I was like, and what have we been into lately? Movies, TV, video book. games, book. <laughs> yes, the good book. The one true book. Good book. <laughs> yeah, so more of Marge the Teacher. Uh, yeah, and I don't mind if the episode then runs long because in my hypothetical universe, there are no ads. Mm, 30 minutes for the fucking full thing. Netflix style. How about yeah. you, Danny? What would you like to change? Hmm. It's a tough one. I'm sort of flicking through like my notes here. Frankie Yak. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's really good. I like I think I like the first part with uh Seymour and, and Skimsmore. I thought that was great. I, I kinda like to stretch that sort of stuff out. Yeah. It's the personal interaction that really gets me. They're great characters that play off of each other beautifully. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think like so usually when we edit episodes, we're usually trying to cut it down because I think there is a point where jokes can drag on too much. So taking scenes that are already really good and then extending them yeah. always runs yeah. the danger of being too much. I feel like, and I hate saying it, but I sort of don't like Barry White being in the episode. I feel like... Oh, yeah? Like, oh. I love Ow. the guy. I love the guy, but it is like... To me, the celebrity drop-in, even if it mm. does resolve the story, is the weakest part, you know? Yeah. Like, yeah, it resolves the story, but they've only got him in because he's got a low voice and snakes hear bass, and they can get that use that as a little contrived thing to get the snakes into Simpson's house. And then I don't like the speech either. Mrs. Gluck, when was the last... Who killed that wolf in your dresser drawer? Mm. Snake did. <laughs> I really like that. Oh, that's all right. The rallying call for the town. And then it's just like, there's no one else that likes snakes, but Barry White, you like snakes, right? Yeah, I love... Six, six, and then they're like, oh, well, sexy, yes, sexy. We, love, we all love snakes now. Yep. And the, the the snakes come out and there's the march, there's the like born free playing. I like the joke of born free playing and everyone cheering suddenly. Yeah. But it feels unearned and unresolved. It's, you know, it's weird. Something weird about that wrap up. No, it's a very odd episode, and that uh, it resolves it all is actually a miracle. Even yeah, <laughs> that's the thing. I'm not sure how I'd fix that in a quick, easy step. Mm. And yeah, as for what I'd change, yeah, I think this episode is a victim of being made up of so many different good parts. Yeah. You yeah. know, because I didn't even think about that when we we're watching it. Yeah, Whacking Day doesn't get introduced until Act Two. Up until then, yeah, it's 
Skinner buttering up Chalmers while Bart's, you know, yeah. sneaking out. Like, And I do wonder, with a storyline so far out as Whacking Day, that maybe was that shoehorned in a bit too much? That's it, man. I mean, the title of the episode is Whacking Day, but could we scrap Whacking Day entirely? Yeah. And just have, like, the plot about Marge the cute, teacher that's like so excited to be to be educating the, and he's like trying not to disappoint his mom and he but he's kicked out of school and the other none of the kids gave him a hard time for having like a hot teacher mom or anything or yep. or a regular teacher mom whatever but you know what i mean there's a hmm. there's a huge she's like, hot i mean we get it well at least he gets it <laughs> anyway like not that i'm actually all about wanting to make serious changes to this episode because i love it a whole bunch and i'll watch it a million times before my death but my goodness like yeah it is it is barely standing like yeah. it, it is yeah. a pretty house of cards just don't touch it you know <laughs> whole thing's gonna collapse mm. all right we're here jordan any other notes yeah i did like the um I was going to make you assistant superintendent, but now I'm going to give it to Holloway. No, Not Holloway, so, sure. He's an alcoholic. And, and a, a pill, pill popper. popper. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I do like Quimby and the pre-whacked snakes. Yeah. And then he comes in just at the end where everyone's decided that they like snakes. And he's <laughs> like, you fickle mushheads don't know what you like. <laughs> it's You're true. Yeah. Give us hell, Quimby. <laughs> <laughs> One bit of like reverse mob mentality. It's mm. like, yeah, we are. We're shit. <laughs> Uh, a really cool animation of like the bird's eye view of the snakes. Yeah. When they were like slithering along the ground and you could like see them all like merging and stuff. That was really cool. I enjoyed that. Uh, May 10th is Whacking Day. Oh. With it in calendars. Oh, there we there go. go. May 10th. And just my last anal corner was. Last anal corner. I think we, we mentioned it in passing, but where did all the parked cars go? Yeah. For the performance. Oh, right. Because, yeah, they that were, were all over his front lawn. Huh. So where'd they go? Or did Bart and Lisa move them? Or did they get Barry White to do it since he has his license? And they had the keys. You're assuming he has his license. He's a musician. What's the chance that Barry White doesn't have his license? This is New York. Oh, well, you know, he's not driving anywhere. Oh, I mean, he's not driving days. anywhere anymore. Yeah. That's right. Valet. Also, I just hate my, Matt Munro. Matt Munro. Who's Matt Munro? Daredevil. And Matt Munro. <laughs> it's Matt Murdock. Damn, I was close though. Yeah. Matt Munro, the born free. Oh, yeah. Yeah. What's I'd... Born Free? Free oh, as the... Free. Oh, fuck that, yeah. That's... As free as the wind blows. I will say, that sunset looked beautiful, then. Mm. Yeah, uh, I just... That song sucks. It was actually, all the sexy that did remind me, there were some pretty harsh cuts to music in this. Yeah? So, like, the Born Free, that got cut off really, like, suddenly as well. Mm. And um, mm. even Barry White's song also got cut, like, really... Yeah, it's almost yeah. like everyone really stopped abrupt. because, but that was because the horde was approaching, right? Yeah, it was just like, like it made sense for the plot, but it's just something that jarred with me yeah. now as an adult. Nah, fair, fair, fair. Now it's time for my final notes. Now it's time, but now it's time for his final, final notes. Eddie's final notes. Beach only usually gives me one. This is nice. <laughs> Getting multiples. <laughs> Gonna read them out. <laughs> oh my God. Where there's no smoke, there's no fire. What an odd remark. It's <laughs> <laughs> good. Uh, the nudist colony for animals. <laughs> yeah. Another eye on oh, Springfield. That's what I wrote down. What'd you write down? I said something camp for animals. Nudist what? colony. I didn't remember it at all. Oh, yeah. We had an itchy and scratchy in this episode, and this was guest directed by Oliver Stone. <laughs> oh, yep. My God. Get his gun. <laughs> it's amazing how animals, you never see them any other way, but as soon as there's black boxes there, they just seem so extra naked. 
We're not That's talking it. about itchy and scratchy hair people. Yeah. <laughs> I'm talking about the nudist camp. I'm sure there's itchy and scratchy rule 34. Of course there is. The internet is a terrible place. I don't know. I'll be right back. No. <laughs> don't bring up the episode where itchy fucks scratchy. You're always asking for Twitter fodder. I played Panicky Idiot number two in the Poseidon Adventure. <laughs> Why was there an interview scene? Like in the next scene, Barney's the town drunk. And then in the next scene. No, he was supposed to be. He's supposed to be the mayor. Yeah. And then in the next scene, they sent the captain out. Why are we showing an interview scene at all? No, no one, no character we know is going for a job there. I thought That's it was a good funny. point, but I did like the joke, yeah. I'm looking for a more duh, duh kind of idiot. Oh, okay. One line that I didn't know why it was there. It's like, it'll be on it like Oprah on a baked ham. Yeah. yeah. Didn't like that. Rough. And that's the end of my notes. It is time to rank this thing. Well, now it's time to rank this thing. We all rank the thing. <laughs> Claire's turn to go first. Hmm, a heavy burden has been placed on my shoulders. I'm going for gold. Going for gold. Ooh. Yeah. Look, I really do like this episode. I really enjoy it. I've known it really well, like inside out, as far as the whacking day parts, at least. Mm. But I don't think it's 100% necessary mm. for your watching. So it hasn't bumped up to cubic for me, but it's a, it's a really good episode. Danny. I think I'm going gold. I think I'm going silver. Silver? I'm sorry, my, my body just didn't let me finish saying the word. My first thought was, is it cubic? And I think the reason it's not is because there's a lot of parts that I want to change. Is there, though? Or yeah. is it just a lot of parts that we could change if we were really nitpicking? To be honest, I, I don't really feel like it needs to have Barry White there. And I'm not sure it needs to have Whacking Day at all there. It really comes it's out... It's the Whacking Day episode. Yeah. Yeah, but it comes out like halfway through Act 2, you know? <sighs> It could just as easily be like the Bart and his mom episode. I'm so annoyed. Look, what I do feel is that it is one that you have to have seen, you know? Everyone should at least be able to say, oh, that episode. Yeah, of course I've seen well, that. Then it's give the it a cubic. episode. N- no. Because <laughs> I don't really like You a don't lot like of it. it? A lot of it. Not all what? of it. What is wrong with you? I don't understand. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm the only one that's cray. like, yeah, he's crazy. You know, you're going to go down with our list of guests that didn't coincide with the rest of our ranking and never get invited back. And Elliot always, like, makes a remark about pointedly. Oh, shit, man. You know who you fucking are. Yeah. Don't say it. 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 So you're going silver. I'm going silver. Um, I'm not allowing it. I really like the little details. I like the jumps. I like the cutaways. I like the, the lols. But I, I wasn't huge on the overstory. I don't even feel like the, the Bart and Mum stuff got wrapped up well. It was just like, and suddenly everything went back to normal, basically. Okay. I mean, that's your reasons are valid. And they're kind of the reasons that are bumping me from cubic down to gold. Because in a way, I do think you need to see this episode because there is so many lines in the lexicon of the Simpsons language. Mm. Uh, the, the lack of the loss, uh, the last, where does she watch her locks in a lock? Yeah, that's right. Yeah, I love you those You know lines. that quote. <laughs> that bit. There's a dead rat in the pool, but we got him. <laughs> Jordan. Uh, I was thinking gold or cubic, gold or cubic, but you're right. It's not, I don't know if it is essential. It's not a silver for me to say it wouldn't be for other people, <laughs> other half wits. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
I think I had a fair yes, reasoning. And it's that's what individual rankings are for. But there is an objective wrongness to them. <laughs> like for example, a failure would be wrong. Look, you know what? I I don't even mind that you ranked it silver, but I disagree with every single one of your statements as to why you ranked it silver. Okay. Like okay. it doesn't make. I'm word. I'm without words. Well. Averaging out, this will be a dull gold. It'll be the third episode from season four to get that ranking. It'll be joining Selma's Choice, the one where they go to mm. Dove Gardens. Yeah, that was a little slow. And she has to choose which one of her pet lizards she kills. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's when she does get Jub Jub. Oh. It makes her feel like a natural woman. That's right. And also, Krusty gets cancelled. Not the 2010s version of cancelling, but oh. um, yeah, this is that's the one where he has the crusty comeback special and red hot chili oh, peppers, yeah. chili willies. What I want is I want to hug and kiss you. Yeah, yeah. That now everyone, everyone can, can enjoy. enjoy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's it's funny. It, the drop from unanimous gold to dull gold feels so far. <laughs> yes. It- does those all and have, wrong. those episodes all have good bits in them? Oh, I remember when we did watch Tough Gardens, we were kind of like disappointed with it a little because yeah. we're like, yeah, like it's got some good bits, but overall, it's like I think the pacing yeah. was Tough wrong Gardens with that is one. only in the last act. Like, yeah, it's really it. not the like, point of the episode. Off the top of my head, I can say the Lizard Queen stuff. I could say like the it's a small world after all stuff, and Surly the the drunk. <laughs> that's, that's really all that stands out to me I yeah well i think yeah that was the point that we made the Duff gardens bit sort of took up more real estate in our memories but mm. we forgot that it's mostly about the yeah. funeral of aunt gladys in that one well you know what though that's kind of goes hand in hand with this episode because yeah. whacking day really took up this in our memories yeah. but yeah. actually there's a significant portion of it that's more about bart and yeah. bart and marge Interesting. So obviously you can kind of see where your kid brain goes as yep, opposed to like real. your adult brain. Yeah. All right. Well, guys, we did it. That was our 421st episode review. We're at the end of our 420 special. And guess what? We're at the end of season four as well. I oh, just wow. Filled, oh, I just filled up my season four notebook. Woo. Woo. Hooray. So there we Goodbye, go. Power Rangers notebook. What's next? I've got either a Boba Fett one. Oh, uh, feats. or I've got a Hufflepuff one. Nice. Mm, or, Hufflepuff. 420 mm, Hufflepuff. Oh, oh, yeah, I will Hufflepuff. Uh, we need to get out of here and tell you things that we've been into lately because that's the last thing we do. So books, TV, movies, music, video games, uh, uh, plants, indoor plants. Wow. <laughs> Cactuses specifically. You want to go first and then? It sounds like you want to go first. Are they chives? No, they're plastic. Oh, get some chives. Chives are great. I love chives. Yeah, but they would eat them all and then there'd be no mm. plant. Yeah, chives. That's my recommendation. But how about mm. you, Claire? How about you, Claire? Oh, I recommend chives too. Yeah. Sorry, what are we, what's the question? <laughs> Pop culture you've been into recently. Oh, right. Well, I've recently started watching uh, Carol and Tuesday on Netflix, which is from uh, one of my favorite animation studios in Japan, Studio Bones. And it is really cute and sweet. So, yes. It's about two girls, uh, one from a very wealthy household who has run away from home so she can create music. And she meets up with the little orphaned girl who's living on the streets and doing it a bit tougher, who is also a musician. And they're going to hopefully rise to pop star fame. In a world dominated by like AI musicians yeah. and in, stuff. In, it on is, Mars. It is on set Mars on Mars, in the like in the future, yeah. It's just, it's just awesome. It's so far so good, you know? Yeah. I'm, I'm really enjoying it. It's been it. really cute, yeah. How about you, Jordan? What are you into? <laughs> Bad. 
Cool. <laughs> um, what aren't you I into don't... that is bad? <laughs> Good point. I don't recommend it, but I'll tell you what I've been doing is playing WoW Classic for about no. three weeks in a, in a row. I, I thought your eyes looked a little baggy. <laughs> yeah. I've got my bucket and everything good to go. No. Oh, jeez. <laughs> There's just monster energy drink oh, hands geez. all over the yeah. place. My yeah. This is fingers, the first time we've seen him out of his room for months. My fingers and keyboard are just coated orange now. Yeah. <laughs> it's uh, all gone to pot. Um, that is all I've been doing. I haven't been able to enjoy any other media or any other games that I might have wanted to play like... For example, I might have been talking about Borderlands 3 or the Zelda remake or maybe in a little bit of time Death Stranding. But nope, I'll probably still be talking about WoW Classic for another six months of my life. All right. Well, oh we'll put you on the phone to someone who can get you the help that you need. <laughs> oh, like uh, they can run me through BRD? What's BRD? Don't oh. ask. Don't, don't ask. Don't no. Danny, what have you been into? Oh, I've been reading Catch-22. I've been playing Dead Cells. It's really awesome. Oh, God, I've been playing Minecraft to try and, like, connect with the youth of today. I work at a high school full of children. Um, <laughs> I was about to say, as opposed to just an abandoned, abandoned high school. <laughs> <laughs> Ghost teacher. <laughs> now on Fox. <laughs> and it, in its own way, is strangely addictive. It's weird because I've never seen any appeal in it, but... Now that like my student doesn't have, to have patience to build his own castle, but he's like, "Hey Dan, go home and build a castle." So I sit there like jigsawing my way through through building a castle and shit. I've pointed out many times because he's just like, "Oh, you know, the kid's gonna love this. This is gonna be so great." I'm like, mm. "Is he playing this or are you playing this?" Is he playing you? <laughs> yeah, and that's exactly what it is because he's like, "Wow, did you finish doing the castle or the the hedge maze or whatever?" Looks at it for two minutes, goes, "Hey, that was cool. Let's do something else." Yeah. <laughs> Kids. Yeah, <laughs> kids. And what I've been into... Uh, look, last night at the townie, I saw a really good band. They're called Other Ship. And so listened to. I did listen Ooh. to them. Didn't just, like, close my ears. Didn't just and, see them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but, yeah, they're a cute little indie, proggy, rocky act. Bass, drums, guitar, dude singy, and uh, girl singy who also flutes. So, yeah, oh. you'd be into them, Jordan. Because uh, <laughs> like we every all other like... Flutes. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> what are you saying? What do you mean, you people? <laughs> <laughs> you Jethro Tull fan, you. Yeah. Oh, jeez. True. My Ron Burgundy fanboyism is showing through yep <laughs> so yeah it's other shit but it's spelt without an e so remember that when you're looking for them on spotify or your preferred streaming music service i will and something i forgot to do before shag so the first episode review from my season four notebook was one you were on let's see if you can get it just by the notes i wrote relatable jimbo skype homer slips and floats undies Barbecue Owl, Netflix TV, but coming, why love, joy, care? Holy <sighs> Land, no pork, casinos, pita bread made, ooh. Luxes, applesauce, cross, pilgrim, no hell. Gaza wow. Is this the Sash Baron Cohen one? Yay, Jordan. Uh, wow, I was so far off. That was a bad episode, man. <laughs> Wasn't it just? Oh. With the veggie tales and everything. Yeah. Oh, well. Well, that's the season four. That's the 420 special. We'll be back to our regular Sheshire programming next week for then... <laughs> That's been Claire Double R. Thanks for having me, Elliot. That's been Danny Rosewell. Dan's not here. Oh, I'm Danny Rosewell. <laughs> and Jordan Frost. Goodbye. And I've been your host, Elliot Janiel. That's all the mustard in the house. Wow, I don't know what accent you're doing. I love doing, the sexy slither of an Elliot. Elliot. <laughs> <Hey>. <laughs>
Thank you for listening to the Simpsons Index podcast, which is also an online spreadsheet available at thesimpsonsindex.com. You can chat to us online at facebook.com slash thesimpsonsindex or at Simpsons Index on Twitter and Instagram. And now please stay tuned for the bonus scenes. All right. Ready? Ready. Ready, Steve? Uh-huh. Andy? Andy? <laughs> Nick? Okay. All right, fellas. Well, let's go! Oh, ballroom blitz reputation justified. Okay, and Dennis you. Perkins ranks, and then everybody thanks for him to do it justified. I don't know. This is first draft. Yeah. We'll mm, work on it. Mm, mm. We're ballparking. Uh, thanks, cunt. <laughs> uh, uh, oh, was that it? Uh, <laughs> I feel a lot better now. <laughs> what was that? Oh. Uh, That's right. just the house settling into the, <laughs> into the chasm. Yeah. <laughs> it's gradually opening up around all of us. Um, <laughs> we better make this quick. Go down with the house. Anyway, more importantly was what I was saying. Um, fuck, what was it? <laughs> Shit. Wackiness, Teach and Chong, Skinner. Teach and Chong. Okay. No, what I was trying to say was... Everybody wants some ginger nut. I'm really unimpressed with those Arnott's chocolates. You like ginger nut? Apparently, um, Arnott's got all their chocolate, like for their biscuits and stuff, from the Nestle company. Mm-hmm. And Nestle are very annoyed because they've sourced their own chocolate for these chocolate bars. Mm. It's not good chocolate, though. Mm. I don't know. You you tell me what you think, but like ah. I was I was really disappointed with it. I thought it tasted like really cheap chocolatey. Let's talk into some moments of this episode, starting with you, Jordan. Or if you've right. got chocolate mouth. I do, but I can No eating it. on the podcast. Oh, yeah. It was fine chocolate, I guess, but uh, my tolerance has been sort of lowered because I'm, for whatever reason, really craving chocolate right now. <laughs> really? <laughs> we do have dairy milk, though. Oh, you've got the good shit. Yeah, we got the good shit. Yeah, that must be a sign that you're. Body is low in calcium and sugar. Needs a glass yeah, you of need half. a glass of <laughs> exactly. <laughs> hey. Hey. Thank you. Ever think about how like dairy milk chocolate is like your pure uncut cocaine, whereas like when you get like the blocks with like fruit and nut, that's like the equivalent of mixing it with baking soda. Yeah. Mm. And turds because fruit and nut chocolate is awful. Disgusting. Also, right? um oh. uh, <laughs> the white chocolate is is like crack because it's not actually cocaine at all <laughs> yeah. it's yeah. just like mixed with a whole bunch of it's other cut shit with bicarb. <laughs> yeah in that case like dark is the nicaraguan pure oh yeah <laughs> that means actually yeah people who like white chocolate are like crackheads <laughs> that makes i like sense. white chocolate <laughs> yeah no but like so people are like oh you've got to try this white chocolate gato and you're like margaret you've got to stop with the white chocolate everything is white chocolate sometimes i want the cocoa it's not the same thing. <laughs> it's not even chocolate. Damn it, Margaret. How'd we get on this? I'm spelling it out for Elliot in case he doesn't know. So that he can it out. <laughs> Wamp. Editing by Elliot, I'm here to say that yeah, that was a bit rude, wasn't it? So we have to remove it. <laughs>